Straight Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffin. Mitch is riffin. What more can I say? Straight riffin. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much we're discussing this experience today. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Be sure your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate or fry. Hate or fry. I should put a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man! What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. That is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is April 2nd, episode 55. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch, and it is time to riff the fuck on. Oh, yeah. Got the new mixer. Whoa. Thought I had to use the, the new. Can I, uh, can I hear that one more time? Yeah, yeah. Can I get uh, that again? Uh, roof, roof, roof from the, the fuck on. on. That's, uh, that's, that's on. real, like George Clinton P. Yeah, style yeah. going on there. What's really creepy is when it gets like up in here. It's it's like it's probably a gay chipmunk at this point. Like, hey. What you guys doing? It's weird to hear your voice get modulated as I'm watching you talk. Yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, uh, with me, as always... Mitch, your, your camera, it's just, you blackout. Yeah, out. I'm sorry. You I got the blackout. I don't have enough room on this fucking <laughs> tiny desk. Um, I was wondering what happened. Is my co-host, the difficult brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you? I'm good, Mitch. I'm feeling great. I feel like the burdens of society have been lifted off of me. I'm running without corporate shackles on. That's right. I'm you are free it. of the corporate shackles. Riffadocious. Let's yeah. get it. Riffalonians. Riffadocious. Rolling Riff-tastic. three deep in Riffin headquarters tonight, Riff-o-licious bitches. Riffolicious and yeah. such. And our guest this evening, Mr. Jesse Case. Brought him back. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. I could probably do something kind of epic there. Hold oh, on. Let me. Uh, what do you got? Uh, Jesse. <laughs> You are, it's like Christmas morning for you right now. Uh, joining us now is Mr. Jesse Case. Why is this not working at all? This this is quite suck. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Terribly sorry about that. Oh, I know. Joining us. Let's meet Mr. Jesse Case. That sounds. I forgot to to turn that on. Maybe like, uh, you know, let's handle this beforehand. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, it's the first time I've used this fucking thing. All right? Yeah, well, don't don't make that a live process. <laughs> it's insane. You think, think that's what they do on AC? I'm just trying to figure it all out. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, just, I'm doing what I can. Here, all right. right. Well, let's leave the FX channel alone. There. Everyone yeah. does the echo, echo in the mid run of the concert. That's yeah. what happens. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really common. That that. Yeah, that that auditorium hall that you got introduced via Jesse, that sounded like a middle school assembly or something. Like that. that sounded like just... It just sounded like I was about to bomb in an arena. <laughs> like there's no other sound. It's, it's like I'm in a huge room. You guys... Uh, uh, Steven, please report to the uh, 
Yeah. All okay. right. Well, let's so. let's uh, let's take her easy on the effects. There. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It really ruins be, all my fun. If gonna, gonna, no, <laughs> let's just leave the knob alone, man. No, I don't. Gonna, I don't know. No touchy of the knob. I, I don't know a lot okay. about radio, right. but I know what. I don't. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I know what's annoying sense. to people. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, now we're now we're clipping. Right. Now we're clipping. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to so listen. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work getting hope, all this shit set up. I hope uh, in the middle of Jesse making a very eloquent point later on in the show that just the echo just comes out of nowhere. Now he's leaving. <laughs> he just fucking left. <laughs> this is a mess. It's a God mess. Yes, there's, no, there's no parking. You let me know yesterday. It's this is a fucking mess. Jesse, this is how we do uh, it. This yeah, is how it goes down, yeah. baby. It's not straight preparing. Yeah, it's I straight thought, riffing. Well, I thought just the speech that we were going to be doing was improvised. I didn't know the whole show. Yeah. Everything about it. It's in a strange location. Yeah. yeah, man. It's not that strange. You've been here before. You've done this show the before. Couch, the couch might spontaneously. This would all be different if you'd never been on this show, but you have done this before. This is like, knew, this should I not did, be weird to I you I did know anymore. what I was getting into. I did. Yeah. I, did. I mean, I you know. knew what I was getting into. Let's be fair. And I, uh, I don't think he knew he was getting in the sound effects, though. That's fair. In all fairness. I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes that happens. What do you do? Yeah. Sorry. That's I, no I won't use that one anymore. I'll use, I'll use echoes and such. I like, also a D2. I like how the monster, though, every time he talks, he has to clear his throat. Basically, every time he opens his throat, it's good. Well, the monster so. effect there, it sounds like... Excuse me. Excuse me. I got you. I got you. So, yeah. yeah, it happens. So, so how the fuck are you? Me? Yeah, all these effects aside, and I'm good, man. And your annoyances with them? <laughs> no, no, it's not annoying, you know. It's just Listen, uh, you got to try these things, you know. Yeah, sure. I had to see. Sure, I had to see. I was really excited. I was like, I, I got to see how how the devilish this sounds. No, we got to fill like five hours or however long. <laughs> yeah, it's recorded yeah. for. Yeah, so it's the longest well. podcast ever. Like this is two hours, you guys. Why'd you decide on two hours? That's what I want to know. Because one hour wasn't enough, how and three hours was too much. Well, I mean, that's true. How did we decide on two hours? That's that's I mean, how we, we, we ran it through the old Goldilocks matrix and yeah. uh, one one hour not enough riffing three yeah. hours too little, much riffing, little too, too much, much people too much. are riffed out at three two hours, hours huh? yeah yeah straight riff two hours was the good the nice golden the, the human body at three hours riff starts to uh, starts to just sort of deteriorate a little bit yeah well it's know. interesting to me because you know <clears throat> anything you do if you unless it's like a movie you made. If you're just on a podcast for two hours, it's an it's like a natural filter system of like who is crazy. Like I'm talking about who who listens. You know what I mean? Like if I get some Facebook from somebody, like a Facebook message, it's like, hey, that thing you said at a, an hour fifty was really nice. It's like I didn't, don't ever come to my show. You're fucking nuts. Like I, like like you can't. Because they've got, but they've got too much. Uh, they're just too into me at this level like of fr- my career. Your friends, right. like you're too into me. Fans know you better than your friends do. I that have, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I have like, I get like crazy fans, you know. Yeah. But they're all crazy because, like I said, at this point in my career, this level I'm at, if if you are a fan, you're probably crazy. you're you're you've you've stumbled on something and you're passionate about it. So yeah. you're like, right? But it's, I'm going all two hours. It's like it's, the people that are fans of yours now will be really angry when in five years a bunch of other people. Are talking about you, and they're like, "I've been there since I've been there since the get go. I was messaging yeah. him daily about yeah. what I was wearing every day. <laughs> Who else I was, was telling, I was, I was there telling him the minutia of my life. At minute one seventeen, I was still there. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange, man. It's very strange, but I feel like a two-hour podcast is a good, you know, 
They say... Um, how long was yours? Did you stop at like an hour? Like 30 minutes, man. I mean, they say, uh, they say the, the length of a commute. That's how long a podcast should be. But... It depends on your commute. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. So you guys are dealing with like Beijing <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah. We are going straight for the trucking convoys. Yeah. No, you yeah. guys are really. Well, you know ahead. what it is? Is I don't. I don't think of the commute. Is that when I worked in an office, I got mad addicted to podcasts, kind of all over. Oh, again. sure, sure. And I just I could not get enough content, and it kind of bothered me when podcasts were like, "No, we have an hour. Like that's what we do. We do an hour." And they'd have some really great guests and get some really great conversation. And then, like, the host would go, all right, well, sorry, man, but we got to end this. we got to get going. And I've always been like, why do you have to get going? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Like, I why guess, would you, why do you need to leave at all? I and, guess you, you can, know. like, if, if you're, as a listener, you can stop it and then come back. I mean, sometimes I'll break podcasts up, you know, if I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. I'll see? break it up into a few sittings. It would be, if we did it every night, yeah, two hours is fucking ridiculous. Oh, that'd be crazy talk. I mean, you know, ludicrous. Yeah. Just can't you can't not, be doing that. But can't, once yeah. a week, uh, two hours will hold you. Sure. I mean, it could all take right. you a week to get through all two hours of just hardcore riffing. Sure. You know. Uh, no, I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. I don't know. Right. I think you kind of you kind of changed my mind here on the two yeah, hour format. Yeah, I mean, so. I thought you were just you're you know doing like a drive time radio right. type thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we we set the structure so that you, the riffing can uh, meander. You know. No, absolutely. I'm all about a, a meandering riff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> A meandering riff is really that's what life is all no, about. I wasn't, don't no, no? man. No, I'm not, not gonna, the first one on the board. You can't have. You can't. You can't. I don't mean to dictate what's on the board. I'm all right, sorry. Jesse. You put whatever you want in there. You know I, just, I like how Jesse has in his return visit. Yeah, he is like, dude. He like lives the, here, right? You can see the yeah. comfort. He's like, well, let's go. I want to talk <laughs> yeah, about the structure. Yeah. No, don't yeah, put that on the yeah. board. No, no. It's, 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 <laughs> I was just, you know, it's something I was wondering I'm about. Talking, like from the moment he walked in, he's like, hey, I'm gonna raid your fridge real quick. Hey, these fries, cool. I'm, 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 I'm gonna turn on your TV, turn on the stereo, watch some, watch some NBA. You guys just go ahead and set up the show. Show set up. He's like, don't like the effects. That's not gonna work for me. By the way, don't put what I just said on the I don't board. Know if you guys are. Uh, are you? Uh, I'm not sure about the format nor the length of time for which you rip. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are you trying to like? Are you trying to like the Caesar of Riff up in here? What's, what's going on? Like, I just sort of took over this we shit. Had a, like, a Riff consultant come in, staging yeah. a coup here. It's basically, like That's what up in the air, like. straight riffing style. Ow! <laughs> Jesus, man! Sorry, something, just something just stabbed my foot. What is, Christ, what is man? That? I'm sorry. I said ow because something stabbed well, my foot. Well, don't just what go put your foot back down without the investigating the floor. I'm, that's what I, I immediately lifted my foot up to check now what you is. You got a stabby carpet. Hey, I got to deal now, with. Yeah, well, now come on now. What the fuck, what do you man? Mean you got to deal Listen, with. You, you, Jesse you was already on the ropes, on. and now we've got <laughs> we got give, punji sticks in the carpet. You got to give people a heads up. You got sticky shit in the carpet, man. I did not know that until now. Better me than you. Besides, you both have shoes on. I don't. I don't know why you're complaining. It's a good thing we do. Apparently. Ow. All right. And maybe it's in my sock at this point. I, I, it's got to be in your sock. It's got to be in your sock. Remove bro. the sock. Yeah, because I can't I'm... just have a floor full of sharp things. Listen, I don't know what I got up in this joint. I, we have a lot of foot traffic. You know that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the fuck. It's very weird. We can't do. A I show. don't want to like. We can't very well do a show if you. I did not mean to to. to... You, Fuck up the. This was. I was just supposed to be an owl, and I was gonna deal with it on my own. You oh, guys man. became very well, concerned. No, yeah. Sorry, sorry <laughs> for being friends. Where, yeah, I mean, you know, where are the effects when you need them? Sorry you know for being I mean? in your home, caring about your health. Yeah. Man. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, apropos there you go. So, apropos you use. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's what I was going for. No, yeah, you well, I didn't say. mean to. I didn't mean to question the format, man. I was just, you know, it was just something I was curious about. 
No, it's a, it's a valid it wasn't question. Like a, it wasn't like a positive or negative thing. It was just two hours. It's always know? nice to have some meta riffing. Curious about the two hours. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's all. But it makes the bonus time even more special. Although sure. Sometimes it sure. just become a very a sloppy mess of Man, just what the fuck was regular stabby? and bonus time. All right, fuck it. Well, I'm just going to deal with Stabby. Uh, I'm cool with Stabby. Right, Stabby's right, fine. Right. I'm cool with Stabby. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. You address the house business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you're stuck here for another... Uh, <laughs> Now I'm hour and happy, fifteen I'm minutes happy, or something. Happy to be here. Oh man. shit! You know what? What? I did What's not going on? start the audio recording. So, okay, we're good now. Yeah. Yeah. Are you wait? We weren't recording. No, the live stream was recording, so I can just grab the first part of the audio from that. It's not a problem. Don't worry about it. Fucking shambles, man. <laughs> This is a shambles. <laughs> did you see all that I have to do by myself hey, and this motherfucker? Hey. All right. I mean. <laughs> You're over there with your syringe refilling your e-cigarette. <laughs> fucking ain't right. Yeah, crazy, I don't want to be smokeless man. for a you whole show. I got like, really. Are in... you planning to not have a single cigarette for the entire of time? Of course, I'm okay. Cigarette, so I... there you go. I... Everyone got their smoking paraphernalia yeah. and their apparatus. We all together. got needs, baby. Also, we got needs. I also like how this is probably the first ever Riffin episode in which, like, if you were just listening to this somewhere, you, like, it's been CSI. The entire beginning of the show has now been reconstructed from. Jesse being reached out to to be on the show, to him showing up here and eating French fries. I want to explain. <laughs> I want to guide people through the creative process. You know what it's like? It's like that. It's like the uh, uh, Murder Three Hundred and Sixty on A uh, and E or the History Channel, whichever one, where they just take the crime scene and they do the whole three D rendering of it and they do the analysis and they show you oh, sure. exactly how the murder. That is basically what's hmm. happened with the Riffin. Sure, okay. so, minus fine. the dotted lines right. signaling a bullet in some. Well, then I should clear up for the people first just now listening i got a new mixing board that i ha- i barely had a chance to even play around right, with right so thus the sound of yesterday you want to play because i was like testing board. out making sure everything worked i had to buy some new cables the new and equipment shit. looks great man i got shock mounts on the microphones here it's great well that that we've had that <laughs> for a while shock mounts? yeah, those yeah are shock shock mounts. Jesse, jesse's catching up on inventory now I mean, professional I production man. well he needs to know what he's gonna fucking take yeah. over when he uh when, when, when he brings in yeah. his troops he's, kick, sure. he's kicking the tires right now oh guys guys come on man. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I, uh, I swear, we look away for a minute. He's got a measuring tape. He's like, "Oh, I was just, I was just, ch- I was just curious about the length of the room. That's all. Nothing, you know." Remember that that old trope in like '80s TV shows? Sure. Yeah. Whenever yeah. Ever somebody would like come in with a with a measuring tape, it's like, oh, "Are you selling the building?" That that feels like. That should not right. That that happens way late in the process. You know, it, like people don't start measuring. Oh, you know, someone right? came in and they were like measuring. There, they're like, "Oh, what do you sound like no, no I, just measuring, just yeah. measuring my new home." And yeah, yeah. That thing, that yeah. big reveal. Yeah, I, that doesn't happen enough. I miss those things. Those I, awesome. I don't know anything about like what good amount of square feet is like in a property. No idea. Like if someone, I just barely know now because I have. Well, like, I've how, been looking this for is a nice apartment. place. How, how many? This is seven hundred. Okay, the, the, so that includes everything, yeah. not just this room. That's no. everything. I actually... Uh, see, if you weren't well, in Well, square feet is just width times uh, height. Kind of, that, or actually that, width that times width, if you will. One one wall by times the other wall, Sure, basically, is your square foot. So well, abstract. I understand that, but I'm saying I can't visualize it. Right. Yeah, I yeah no, I'm with you. Way. I'm with you. Like, I, I literally... I, I only know this place because when looking for a new place, which I now have to do... I, I was like, well, what the fuck is the square footage on this? So when I look at another place and it's like, hey, one bedroom, 545 square feet. Like, I don't know if that's bigger or smaller. Now I know it's considerably smaller. That's like minus my bedroom. 
See, I guess that's, I don't know. I mean, because even now, you saying how much square footage is here, I'm looking, it doesn't mean anything. I'm still right. looking around. Doesn't mean anything to me. I'm looking at this, at the, at the, well, I'll, I'll, this is, this is the way that I always picture it is a 10 foot by 10 foot room is 100 square feet. You got that? Okay. All right. Let me, let, okay, right. let me run this by you. Okay. All right. So this uh, apartment is the equivalent of 70 feet by 10 feet. I get it. All I right. get it. Let me, let me run, <laughs> okay. let me run this by you. All right. Okay. Or 35 feet by 20 feet. Sure. Let's, okay. we can do math. Let's, the whole time, let's get out <laughs> All day long. book of... 700 feet by one foot. Yeah. Well, that's okay. my point. That would yeah. be a very weird apartment. 700 feet by one foot. Now, right, let's right. say that counts as a square feet. So if I was like a, a real estate agent, I'm right, like, all right, right, here's the deal. 2,000 square feet, it's 500 right. bucks a month. But right. you need to know right now. Like, I need to know if, you, if you're going to rent it. You can't even see the place first. You got to right. I mean, we yeah. everyone in here would be like, "Yeah, totally, totally." And then you show up, and it's it's just a foot wide for two thousand feet, <laughs> and that's where you have to live now. <laughs> that's like one of those Japanese apartments where everything is just so ergonomically designed. Yeah, 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 yeah everything yeah, yeah. is just compartmentalized. Yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah, like yeah. sleeping pods and shit. Right, like they your closet a, folds into the wall. You know, you have those, to pull it out. Yeah, yeah, everything's Murphy. You right, like a Murphy. Yeah, your whole life is Murphy. Well, that's like uh, it's like when they first when they first started making flat panel TVs, all the commercials were like, "Look how thin it could it could fit in your three foot wide apartment." You remember those oh, where they yeah, like yeah. hanging up like a picture frame? And I, I remember myself like, "Oh, that's so cool!" But I was like. But my my living room's wide enough. I could just get a regular TV. Yeah, you're talking, talking, those... talking like one of them Richie McRichardsons. So... No, no, that's just how those, apartments. All those kids are having seizures. Only in New York is a fucking a living room that fucking. by one foot apartment that you've <laughs> yeah. got to populate. Okay. I also love that in Jesse's weird fantasy, there's no such thing as like backing out of a lease. Or like getting a lawyer involved. You just, I like, love this how, is my life now. I love how crooked this real estate agent is, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Fucking, Can I get a floor plan? Nope. Like this person went to that apartment, saw that it was. I also love that foot. if somebody was like, I, I, you literally cannot see the apartment. I can't even draw you a floor plan. <laughs> and if I was like, well, how wide are the rooms? They're like, I can't even tell you that. Like I'd just be like, well. How could I turn this down? There couldn't possibly be anything it's 2, wrong. It's two thousand square feet, man. But there's no way I would I would, would sign ask, a lease. You would ask how wide the rooms are. That's a question. <laughs> if he was being that shady, yeah, I could actually see myself doing that. Like if he was like, listen, you can't see any photos, Ooh. no tours, no floor plan. I'm not gonna lie to you. If he if, if that question was asked, I wouldn't be surprised if the if this real estate agent asked in response, "Are you really asking me that question? Are you really asking me how wide the floors are? You don't trust my my fucking why? Oh, you can can you draw me? See, can you draw me the floor? Plan real quick. Just give me a rough. It's I don't need exact. Just give me a rough bitch. estimate. Some squares is all I need. I'm a some squares. I told you it's two thousand squares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You deal with. Yeah, them. but how are the how are the squares arranged? They're, they're there's four sides. It's fucking square. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> have you I'm not? Have you not seen? You can put on the meandering riff as well. Have you not seen my maroon fucking real estate agent blazer? This means. I mean, it's a nice blazer. It's I mean, a nice don't get me blazer. wrong. It's got the only other bags. way you're going to get that is if you win a golf tournament, and I know you haven't done that. So, do you guys it's clearly find, from real estate. Do you guys find the technology shit is uh, is getting too thin? It's getting too thin. Like you know, phones and such. The TV. No, the fucking new com- yeah, everything's too thin. Computers, man. Right. Uh, too thin. The, the new the new commercial for the new MacBook Air. Oh, it's super it, thin. It says it's an eighth of an inch at its thinnest point. I fucking put that shit in the paper shredder by accident. <laughs> 
Right. Well, it's too thin, yeah. man. Yeah. I feel like it's too the, the Well, their the, whole this, thing was you could fit it in a manila envelope, which, which I don't know why you would have mail, mail a laptop. Mail a fucking laptop Yo, like that, man. That's what that's what criminals and other By the way, when you buy radar, one when you open the box, they actually literally have it sitting in a manila envelope, which is dumb. Apple logo on that's it. Dumb. And, you, and you pull it out of a manila envelope when that's you buy dumb. it. Oh boy, so then you can Someone out thought that. I mean, they're like really going like, by the way, it really is this thin. Like it's it feels a little cheap. You ever watched an but, uh, unboxing video? Uh-huh. On YouTube, yeah, yeah. watch the a few of those loserish fucking Wait, things. Yeah. What, is, what, yeah. what are you yeah. talking? I've definitely looked at. Yeah, I've seen some. It's unboxing. when someone just opens something. Yeah, they're like, hey, I yeah. just got my new. It's literally oh, unboxing when people are just like get like a fancy thing or whatever, and they're just. It doesn't open. matter what the thing. They is. film it while they open it. Yeah, it's an unboxing. And thing. then right here, you got the I don't know cables or something. And then here, okay, instruction manual. Okay, this is, and then they put this. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is a real no, thing. It's a real thing. Real thing. thing. There's, there's, oh, a, there's a million, million of them. Of them. That's, oh, a, that's, yeah. a, that's a genre yeah. on the internet. Yeah, yeah, unboxing yeah, yeah, is yeah. a whole genre now. I mean, I've literally had people. I've, I've seen people like what? wait, say like, I can't wait for the unboxing video of the new iPad. Like people like wait around for, well, for an unboxing. Gets, are, are, are there well-known unboxers? The people who are very popular about well, any unboxing. any tech How blog, yeah, unbox? every every tech blog has an unboxer uh, video for for whatever the hot new item is. Like again, the new iPad. So just, I guarantee you, there's a someone thousand. Else take something out of the box. Yep. There's, um, yep. Yep. That's it. Yep. Forge Forge yep. Jorman. Do they make jokes? Uh, is a hilarious. Uh, uh, for, wait, who? Forge Jorman <laughs> is, uh, is a very famous <laughs> unboxer. Um, is that, is in the eighties, the most famousest in the eighties. He went up against uh, Tyke Meissen. And, uh, I found it. It was a damn... Uh, it was like one of those pens that they put in new shirts good, and new suits. That's what's been poking. Oh, damn. Guys, I'm gonna have to move I don't know why they put pins in that was good. shirts like that. Uh, that was good. I'm sorry. I just got uh, stabbed no, in the no, foot again, okay. and I had to okay. check to see guys, what was attacking guys, me. Guys, it's all right. I just what? This, so, so wait, I, I'm really, though... so. Well, I mean, sometimes. Like, I mean, is it really just like is it is it creative? I mean, you know, what I mean, like I'm getting, no, I'm it's guessing, just fucking, like it's just it's, is it just shitty, tech nerds man. just it's being shit. like, well, this is a thing in the box, like, well, this is in the box, this is in the box, this is also in the box. Well, yeah, that's the video. yeah. Well, I mean, I like, will what say happens this. when they've done? Right, you what happens when the when the box is? Do you, you ever do you ever is think? It? Do you ever think? Do you ever like? I don't know. There's I buy no I buy a lot of man. I buy a lot of like tech shit. I buy a lot of geeky stuff. Whatever. Sometimes you know when it's like in the box and it's like. Oh, it comes with a disc and a cord, and you're like, well, how long is the cord? Do I need to buy a longer cord? Like, if I'd have known this fucking power cord was barely long enough to reach the... That's true. I would have bought a longer cord, but I didn't know that. So if I'd have seen the unboxing and they said, and this is the power cord, it's only about two and a half feet long, I'd be like, it's good to know. But it don't have the specs on the box, though? They're not going to tell you it just comes with a two and a half foot cord. No. They should have that shit on the box, so you don't need to watch yeah, the unboxing. that would be great. Yeah. Tell them that, not now, the see, unboxers. The pro- we got to go to the root of the problem, son. We got to we got to stamp out the unboxing videos. How we got to beat the malfeasance in the system. I mean, of all of all stupid things on YouTube that we could do without, I feel like unboxing videos could stay. I mean, I'm okay with those. They actually seem absurdly dumb. That's fine, but uh, it's not ones I would rally against. Necessarily. I'm gonna, I'm a rally against unboxing videos now that it's been brought it's too much. Here, I'll let you. I'll let much. you make it a seems, decree. You ready? Can you can. You can make a decree. You ready? Yeah. Oh, oh really? Excuse me, internet. <laughs> Cease with the unboxing videos. They are tedious. Good day. That was fun, wasn't it? That was see? fun. That was good. That's yeah, actually, that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah see? Man. I, I, see? I, get, I get it now, Jesse. I get it. I, yeah, I get the first 15 minutes of the show. You now. see? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, sure. sure man. You want to try it, Jesse? You uh, I don't have a decree right now. I'll have to okay. Think well, let me know. Yeah, when you, well, when well, you have yeah. a decree, you sure. let me know. Fire it off. Right. Sure. Fire flare up. Totally. Totally. We're all good. What? 
Okay, so if what what are mm. the genre then of the YouTube video? Because I feel like that's a thing that I I've thought about recently. Genres of YouTube videos. Well, you fell off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you fell off a little bit. Yeah, yeah good form. I don't uh, understand why it's. But like, it shouldn't you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. like YouTube as a, as a thing, there's, it's been around long enough that people have just been able to like grow up with it, and they're like, well, I can just build this niche thing on YouTube and have a channel and do stuff but there's all kinds of just niche genres that exist yeah. because of YouTube. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious if there's one that it's like it's more irksome than unboxing videos. You know what I mean? Cuz you said that the oh, list Oh sure, sure. Uh, and I, uh, I, I now you put me on the spot. Well, no, I should have my, my, I should have one the like ones that I really ready, think are just no one. absurd. Uh, the ones that they are really dub are just people filming themselves just singing poorly to songs. You know? Right, right. right. I, know, I mean, there's one thing if you're gonna be a real fucking baller ass yeah. singer and yeah. you're gonna put your shit on YouTube and hope you get discovered, you're gonna get your Bieber on, whatever. Right, right. Go get yours, right. okay? Sure. But if you, like, you are terrible. You are a terrible singer. There's right. no way they know that. They don't know they're and terrible. And you see the internet rally to your terribleness. Fuck the haters. That's what. And that, see, we've see, been over this before. Ow. There's a loss of embarrassment that, that I feel it. like we we need to kind of remember. Shame. We need a little bit, we need a little bit of shame. shame. Bring some shame back in the we world. Need, you know what we yeah. need to bring? We need to bring Get back on the, the shame stocks. train. We need to stop putting people in stocks again. Same oh, I, I thought I thought you like like a stock market for no, shame. No, I mean I thought... putting people in fucking stocks. Well, legit, oh, okay. legit, right. stocks. Right. legit right. stocks, yo. Right. Wow. In the center of the town. What, what center of what town, though? I don't know, B. Manhattan. How we need to come with a digital stock? All right, right. something on the internet that you so could just be put in. Let's think so like, stock so, book. So like every everybody's homepage is the same. Right. Right. So let's say that's what we make the internet now is everyone has the same homepage, right? Okay. So. Once a day, there's a different person in a stock on the homepage. It's like their Facebook profile. Well, if you're bad enough, you could stay for a few days. You know, yeah, I don't want this annoying person on my homepage. They're hung up there, and you, well, no, but then you move homepages. Right. It's like leaving the town square, but you get to throw a little tomato at their face, right. like uh, a little like virtual one of, tomato. Yeah, there. like one of those MySpace games. Right, right. you could see, right. you could see how save terrible, money on insurance. See by what they had that, done you know. to be placed in the stocks, and if it was an egregious enough offense, sure. right. you could throw a, a digital tomato and say, you know what, you deserve to stay in the stocks. Mm. We just need to come up with a website to just embarrass people on the internet. Come right. on. Uh, not something besides the internet, which already does that. But we need to narrow it down. We need to <laughs> we need to refine it. We need to refine it. The inter internet. The, the sub subternet. Yes, exactly. Inter subnet. People somehow shame oh. exists on the internet, but it's not there at the same time. I can see all this working through Jesse's head. Like you're really like, <laughs> how can I make this work? No, no. I just. I, I, I mean, you're a geek too, so. Uh, sure. I mean, I think to a level. I I just think um. I mean, I'm saying like you, you geek out, you do some video editing and stuff like that. Yeah, you play totally, around with the computer, you know, totally. So. But I, I, but I'm not that involved with uh, the social aspect of the internet. That's fair. Or the social aspect of computers, I don't, I don't, I don't really bother with that much. You have been tweeting a lot more lately. I tweet, tweet jokes though, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Not, That's you know, what you, I do too. See, this is one thing that I that I know is kind of interesting. Uh, my my girlfriend just signed up with Twitter, so she like all like she's adding her friends and stuff, right. you know, and there's... Are we going to blast her Twitter name? No. No. Uh, Protecting her life, too? Protect, protect everyone's life. Right. Uh, but she... Uh, Pansies, all of you. <laughs> she, like, she's adding her friends, and theirs are all password protected, and, you know, they're locked and stuff, right, which right. I'm, I'm like, that's weird, because... And, and my yeah. end, and on my end, who every, protects their tweets? Right, because protect my tweets. It's just it's people tweeting jokes and ideas right. and thoughts yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and you work that shit out. But everyone else is doing like real normal person mundane shit on Twitter. You yeah, know? and who follows that? 
why would friends you wanna, and shit. You know why what would I mean? you do that? Yeah. But I guess it's like, it's it's weird how that works because I'm looking and the people that I really follow on Twitter, it's mainly just a lot of news and yeah. journalistic organizations. Right. Sure, or, sure, sure. Uh, you know, and then a few, you know, and then comedians and friends like right. that, and then a few right. like actual friends, you know, that I have on. But there. you don't need to know if they're eating a burger. No, I mean, I yeah, and, and that's really not that. the, and that's really not my primary use for Twitter. It's more of an information vehicle, sure, you know, sure. and uh, and a, a creative workshopping vehicle yeah, yeah. as well, well. Twitter, I mean, I think it's so successful because you can use it for whatever you want. Right. That's why. That's why. Like, um, it's a very flexible medium. Yeah, and it it blows my mind. Like, if if you do a hashtag search. We talked about this last time. Like, if you if you do a search for like girls' night right. as like a hashtag, right. it's just every thirty seconds. Well, more than that. I mean, you know, yeah, just yeah. every couple seconds, there's something else. You know, I'm getting Jello shots. My bitches. Blah, blah. It's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like people that like yeah. I didn't even know we're on Twitter <laughs> because it's so isolated. You assume it's just your community of people. Right. So right. my idea of Twitter as a real thing in a room, like if I imagined, like I'm gonna have a Twitter party, and if I imagine what Twitter looked like, right. You know what I mean? Everyone would have a different idea of what right. it looks like. It'd be like 16,000 conversations overlapping on top of each other all at the same time. And every now and then... What are they? Are they really conversations? It's like, I'm in the corner. I'm in this corner. I'm listening to music. I'm talking to myself. Wow, this party. Well, that's what a I mean, though. It's like, it's, it's not... They're, they're not even necessarily conversations that are entwined... Or inter- like you could be talking about the same thing and still be existing. Get, parallel no, what I'm it. saying is when I imagine How weird would that okay. be? something happens in the middle of this party and each person goes, "Wow, look at that thing! Wow, that thing! That thing just happened! Hey, no, look I, at that thing! I wow, mean, this I mean, thing like, is weird." Uh, when I imagine who's using Twitter is what mm. I mean. Mm. Like, if I, like if I imagine uh, the average Twitter user in my head, okay, you know, probably has maybe some like fucking you know Buddy Holly glasses on. And uh, you know, loves unboxing videos. Yeah, they love unboxing videos. <laughs> they got a little, maybe they got a fucking Edith PF tattoo, and uh, you know, you know, <laughs> whatever the fuck, right? Sure, sure. But that's not it. You right, know, I think right. the the average Twitter user has a grill, and like, it, but see, that doesn't even occur to us because it's like we 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 it's very isolated. Right. It's right. not it's not coming at you unless they're promoting something. I something. recall like something becomes this, trending, and then all of a sudden you go, "Who the fuck are all these people?" I recall reading this thing. blog of this uh, this woman who's like, uh, uh, she had this weird thing where she said, uh, "Twitter is black at night," and she had this whole like lengthy theory about it. if you look at the trending topics past like nine p.m. Uh, let's say West Coast time uh, from about 9 p.m. to about 2 a.m. on any given night. It's just all black related subjects and the hashtags are all uh, like slang from rap songs. Okay. I haven't actually, I don't really, I really ever look at the hashtags. You guys, but, you guys ever thought about like, how, how, uh, how, you know, you guys ever thought about how fucking weird it would be if the, if Wi Fi was around during segregation? Like the, the, the I can, right, t- right. I can safely say mm-hmm. I have not pondered that. Well, think about in that specific because it would be point. like the, the the white people would have the best signal, the best Wi-Fi signal. Oh, you know, oh my God, so white people would have the most baller ass Wi-Fi around. So there would have to be a. But how do you a, verify that well, there, no blackies a, get on a, there? There's a password. There'd have to be a Wi-Fi password. It'd be like the fucking water fountains, right? It's like black people would have shittier Wi-Fi. It'd be slow. It'd be you couldn't stream videos on it. 
So I'm saying it basically right, right. is net neutrality. It basically is. Well, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, white, yeah, white right. people would have a. But uh, how do you how do you verify like, hey, I'm white? Can I get the password to the Wi-Fi? Like you would just know would it to to because like, it would be something only bro, white well, people. That is that is the least of white oh, people's because exactly. having information that only white no, people no, no, have no. access to, they would be very I, good about. I that, would probably. I would say I was I was more saying like. How would you? Because the whole thing with the fountains and the bus and things like this was all you like mean you could still find. Was out like we have this thing. Right. Uh, anybody, unless you're black, can use it. And so I feel like you think you're, the you, number that you think I, your I computer like first, doesn't know you're white. Of course, it my knows. computer does. Sure, <laughs> of yeah, it knows sure, yeah, yeah. My computer. I'm <laughs> that is yeah, that is that was disturbingly more <laughs> ominous than I feel like it was intended to be. You think your computer doesn't know you're white? Yeah, of course it knows you're white. <laughs> it like, does, that, dude. Yeah. That feels like some sort of like if weird, my computer, like, if my supremacist com- robot overlord thing about to happen. If oh, Google dude, was building a profile on me, it's definitely he's white. When you log into Facebook, the ads on the side of it aren't aren't for fucking Air Jordans, dude. Right, like right, it, it yeah. knows you're white. Right. Well, Facebook doesn't white. Google knows not white. You I don't could, know if my computer. You could be a white dude who really loves shoes, though. You could you could confuse it. Yeah, a no, bit. I'm sure I would. You started, I couldn't. If I, you started I, browsing, yeah, but no I just stole your laptop yeah, for yeah. one day and just browsed the and fuck out of shoes. It. All blacked it up. No, <laughs> blacked up my laptop. <laughs> but no one would ever reset the white meter. Who the fuck would try to trick their laptop into thinking they're black? Those well, certainly if you got shitty Wi-Fi, you wouldn't. That's what I'm saying, man. The Wi-Fi. All of this, all but see, there's a you, you got a catch twenty two problem because how can you browse the internet without the Wi Fi password? And how are you going to get that unless you can prove you're white? And how are you going to you got to like go? It to wouldn't the be a password. Special. It would be a series of questions that only white people can answer. <laughs> see, then uh, if you started searching things like a black person would search in, right, in you know right. during Jim Crow or whatever, like right, right. Uh, how to escape institutionalized racism, right, sure. then yeah. the, the Wi Fi would know. The Wi Fi yeah, would, would know. Wi-Fi they would, would shut it down. Yeah, so no, but I think it would just. Sure. I think it would just be right. something like, uh, like, like, uh, name the first word you're thinking of. That'd be the password. And it would just be a series of words. So you'd put in like Hambrosia and it'd be like, you're definitely white. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You know, you're fucking in. You get yeah, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how many black family reunions you've been to, Jesse, but <laughs> is there Hambrosia? All of them. It feature Hambrosia, bro. All of them. Is yes. Ambrosia big in the, the black community? Ambrosia, bro. Question huge. two. What's a turducken? If you know the answer, I mean, you're white. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what go, if you, what goes in a gumbo? Uh, I don't know how the turduck, well. I mean, again, turducken's no. fucking weird. Yeah, it'd be more like weird. New Orleans. In the south, can, though, yeah. that's where you get into problems. Though, because then white people get real mad because they yeah. like. I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. It's they got gumbo it's competition. Southern food. Shit. Yeah, so then that's when you would run into problems. That's when we would strike as yeah. a revolution. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, baby. I'm trying to point out loopholes for you here. So. <laughs> would there just be a different white versus black internet? Oh, I mean, absolutely yes. There would be a internet, and then there would be the thing that black people don't have. Hmm. Well, there would be like I, I mean, I think there would be the internet, but it'd be like okay, so there'd be Facebook, right? You know, black like, people would just have like sticks, and you know, you would like you wouldn't have an internet. How do you get social with sticks? You don't get social. You get nothing. Oh. Yeah, I'm saying. No, I, I think there would be a social. It'd no. be like, it'd be like this. It'd no, be, it'd be like if MySpace was only for black people and Facebook was only for white people. That would be like in my mind the level of quality in the segregation. I guess my difference is in viewing it as like, unlike schools or water fountains or buses or things like that where it was very begrudging or like, all right, fine, we'll give you a fucking water fountain. I don't really, I I feel like I'm viewing Wi-Fi as more of like country club access. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we will have country clubs. I think he's making the same point. Oh, okay. You you wouldn't hang out on MySpace anymore. No, they're like, there just would, like, there were no real black country clubs. You know, like, it wouldn't be like, well, you get a, a well, right. A community pool is, is a community pool, but Uh, if it's in a country club, then it's, 
the pool. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Now, I, confession, uh, you know, as a child, I went to many country clubs with my parents. I've, I've been to country clubs. Uh, and they have you awesome pools. Country club. They got waterfalls and shit. They got heated pools, indoor pools, outdoor pools. Wow. They got all kind of pools in the country clubs. Wow. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, so, but I'm saying you take that out of a country club where you don't have to, you know, be an affluent white person. And that's just a community pool where, like, the lifeguard's trying to hit on some 15-year-old off the side and he doesn't notice the black kid drowning in the community pool that somebody just literally just took a shit in right. and nobody cares about it. So, yeah, it be the same thing, right? The lifeguards don't hit on people at the country club? They probably do, but... Sure they do. You know, you got a lot more... <laughs> you got a lot more scared parents or something. I don't know. <laughs> sure they do. Yeah. I think Jesse just listened to everything that he said. <laughs> like, that's what you can sit here and tell me your laptop doesn't know you're white, and these guys don't hit on girls at country club. Just seeing holes in the ribbon. <laughs> I'll bet. I think it, I'll bet you at the, at the country club it's the other way around. Like the rich old old wife is probably hitting on the young hot lifeguard guy. You think the cougardom is more popular in country? Yeah, club, absolutely. Country club culture. Yeah, yeah. Probably, because I don't yeah. think there's. I don't think you're going to find got husbands a, who have left their wives for young. Yeah, I don't think you're going to find as many like, like sixteen. 17-year-old chicks at a country club. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Got a collection uh, I think of it's either going to be kids or, like, adults. Okay. And, like, maybe even mid-20s might be a little too young even you for country club. You have the yuppie kids that don't have to do anything and they just hang out at the country club. Sure. Come on. I had a few friends in that strong Let's trust my babies. You could probably add a few of those. I, strong I, yeah, I, I don't some, know that it'd be as many, but yeah, yeah. They're prevalent. Certainly would be. I had some friends in high school that were, that were regular country club attendees. And my friend Doug, like, lived on a golf course, like, right there on it. Wow, nice. Yeah, it was we. Uh, was did you go? Hobo? Did you ever go? Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. I went, huh? I went like once. It was nice well, pools. No, nah, it made me un- fucking uncomfortable, man. It I made just, me really uncomfortable. How did, what, what was see? It like I was thankfully to too young to know. How like, old were you when you went to the any country? of that shit? Uh, like fifteen. So you, so you were, I was. I was like, yeah, so you yeah, I had like fuck. pink hair and shit. Yeah, yeah. So you were you were aware of the juxtaposition of everything that was going on there? Yeah, dude. Doug like wound up being a fuck up though, man. It was. I mean, like like most of those kids. Yeah. What I mean. We like for my fifteenth birthday. My birthday's in April twentieth, right? So it's like four twenty, right? So hey. I, was, I was smoking a lot of pot. You so, and Hitler, all right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm Jesse Case and Hitler. So on my uh, kicking it on my birthday, we were gonna like get uh, we we're gonna smoke a lot of pot, you know, for my birthday. That's a good plan. Right. But we couldn't find any because it was four twenty. All the pot was Gone. sold. Didn't plan out, right? Of this is Brentwood, Tennessee. So we decided to get opium. <laughs> so we bought we bought. We bought a bunch of opium. Yeah, that's a good. That's is a that good a backup. Good, is that does it happen often? Do you settle for for opium? Well, so here, well, hear me out, man. It was a big occasion. I was turning fifty. I get my learner's yeah, permit. Yeah, now. Get, oh, big, yeah, big yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah you big, I thought it was fifteen in eight months or something. Right? It was a big growth year. You right. know? Yeah. So, uh, so we get the opium, right? This guy Pat sells us the opium. We we crush it up. We smoke it and all that. Pat right. sounds and, like an opium uh, dealer name. Totally. He was. He's dead now. Um. So. Uh, Damn, the story is getting real. Well, no, but what I'm saying is it turns out we, we go back to school on Monday afterwards, and he's like, how was the opium? And we're like, I was fucking weird, man. It wasn't like how I expected at all. We got all hyper, and, and it turns, turns out we smoked crack. He just gave us crack. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
It's my uh, my 15th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, God. I'm serious. No, hear me out. Hear me out. And then Jesse's in his head. He's like, this is, these guys don't know that there's crack oh, coming, man. man. It's, it's fucking crack. I got the best plot twist. No, so so my 15th birthday, Doug and I, like on a country club golf course, just smoking the shit out of crack. You were just fucking cracked out. Cracked out. Had no idea. Like, so what, what do you remember about being on crack? That was the only time I did it. I remember, you know, I couldn't sleep, and I, I remember, <laughs> I got very irritable. I got very annoyed with everybody. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was like, "Fucking, just leave me, shut up, like leave me alone." You know, everyone's sitting around like trying to be funny and stuff, and uh, I was like, ah, "I'm going to bed." I'm was that so? How many people? So it was just the two of you guys doing crack, and then you were pissed that you couldn't go to bed. It was like there was like two more. It was like four people. Everybody, a four foursome, a crack foursome. It was a crack foursome. Okay, and we were all smoking the crack. And we, you know, we didn't know it was crack. Did they? Yeah. Well, I mean, how, yeah. I mean, one of us knew it was crack, you know. That will be an episode of the TV show that Jesse eventually uh, yeah, writes in or stars in will be. Uh, a lot of weird crack stories, man. When I was. Uh, but you've only <laughs> done it once. I've though. only done it once. But when I was in, when I was 18, a buddy of mine, um, he like had a girlfriend and everything. And it, it ties together. The reason I say that. Um, <laughs> it was a, a New Year's Eve party. Right. And he winds up going to the bathroom. To, to smoke crack with this dude. Uh, he'd never done crack before, you know? And he smokes crack with this guy and, and gives him a blowjob. Fucking nuts. And like... This <laughs> like, is the wrong time to take a drink. I was like, dude, you, you like didn't you didn't have to suck his dick, man. Yes, he like already a, had the crack. It's like a stereotype. No. <laughs> uh, I'm like picturing, oh, I'm like picturing him like being in the bathroom, and he's just going, you know, like this is, this is so cliche. Two guys in the bathroom smoking crack. I feel like I should be sucking your dick right now. Or well, you go for it if you want. No, to. I think he just thought. Should like, I do that? Should I? Would that be funny? If so I just, wait, did what he, if I just the guy offered right the guy? Offered, he was like, "Suck my dick." Like, yeah, I need to know. Crack. We need to know the details. No, these crack. these were both very crack very. Uh, these are both very beta male, like Michael Sarah type dudes. Okay, these, these oh, right. this wasn't like what you would imagine as crack. So one of them became the alpha, you know, and the only. Um, I mean, do no, you? One, no, I don't know if you do. What become one of them becomes an alpha? I mean, you get two beta dudes. Do they? Do they just? They? I mean, one of them's got to be like, "Hey, why don't you suck my dick?" And the other one's like, "All right." No, I don't. I don't right, know. I maybe. think it probably happened a little more organically than that. I think you so. Know? I think. I think. How it, do you suck a dick organically in the middle of smoking crack when it's not because of the reason you were smoking crack? Well, you know what I'm saying, right? Well, usually think, that's that's hand in hand. I, right, think, right. I mean, I'm obviously, yeah, like I need crack. You have a dick. <laughs> Let's go. Obviously, yeah. he was two and two makes dick. four. Was he? Well, obviously. Did he, I mean, did he, mean, did he later just... come out of the closet? Kind no, of? no, I don't know. No, no, we can make a closet. firm statement that he was craving dick. I don't know if he's craving so much dick, dick, but what I'm saying is he got high, and you know, he's, he's smoking crack with this guy. He gets high on the crack. <laughs> right. And then something in his mind, it shut off whatever, don't suck that dick nerve. Yeah. <laughs> you have. Has, we all has have, this guy yeah. ever had any other kind of? Uh... Yeah, sure. He's like made out with dudes and shit. Okay, oh, okay. so it's so, not so, I mean, so it's not like out of totally out of. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, but, but has he saying... hooked up with dudes? Has no. he like had any? No, 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 like... no, no, no. Making out with dudes. He I mean, had like it's a, a hop, skip, and a jump. To he had like a cute dick little girlfriend. You know, it was, it was very. Uh... I mean, he's still making out with dudes. Though. Yeah, yeah. But not like chicks love dudes. How many dudes have you? Again, though, I mean, Jesse, have you ever had? Just I've never made out with a dude. Have you ever felt the gay just come up on you? And you're no, like, I gotta make out with that dude. I've, no, but I've questioned it. Like, you know, sure. I think as much did you, as did you, did you, did you, did you, did you, have you made out with a dude though? I mean, no. I'm not saying, I mean, of course you're like, well, 
you know, I mean, you don't just, you know, right, just rock right. solid all the time or whatever, but like, have you yeah. ever been in a situation where you're like, well, I wonder, maybe I should just make out with this guy. No. To really test the waters. Right. No, but, but I've also, I've no, it's, I'm high on crack <laughs> in a restroom. Right. Let me maybe just take this penis in my mouth. Well, that's when you would do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, like, if you were, <laughs> like, if you're gonna do Jesse it. Jesse makes a solid point. That is the proper, uh, uh the proper uh, context for blowing your friend. Gonna, if you're gonna, uh, doing crack in a bathroom. If you're gonna blow your buddy, fucking do it on New Year's Eve after some crack. In a bathroom. Yeah. That's, I mean, so I mean, I mean, did one. you, did you have a conversation with him after this to be like, hey, let's talk about that. Like, I'm not offended or not. I'm just curious. How does that come to be? Well, right. I, I, you know, I'm not, how did that news even get out? Did they come back and tell you guys? No, like, he did he come up to you and go, I don't know what happened. I'm really high on crack. I no, just blew Steve. No, I mean, obviously, I'm not using any, you know, names or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was like, you just, uh, that was this New Year's Eve party. There was this house we would always hang out at. Um, we always used to hang out. It was weird, man. Like, I used to hang out at, uh, I used to hang out at Waffle House all the time. Right. Like okay. every night. I mean, that's a real smart decision, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, Waffle sure. House is awesome. I mean, I used to hang out at Denny's when I was a teenager as well. Right, because you, same could, kind of you thing. can smoke in there. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't smoke at your parents' house. Yeah. So and it was a, a big lawn out front. Yeah. We'd all get high and shit and just roll exactly. around the lawn and we'd go back inside. It was like great. fucking pancakes yeah. and smokes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I used to hang out yeah. at a place called House of Pies. So there you go. Yeah, dude. We're on the same page here. We all had that place. It's fucking great. This Waffle House is in Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, Waffle House. And. Like the majority of the staff lived uh, in the motel across the parking lot. Like they, okay. you know, they these were, where the crack comes from. <laughs> where the where they make the crack. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, <laughs> the crack. Teddy's losing his shit tonight. Well, every time I fucking take a hit of anything, it's too much. No, well, because you know, like like a parole officer used to come in, right? And he would just get everyone at once because like everyone on shift was on parole. Like it was just, damn. This d- is a Jesse. Was, you've got to get a fucking deal. It was a <laughs> disgusting, disgusting place. I want this pilot. Yeah, so I know. that whole town needs to be a show. <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, that's you know, basically Shameless Part Two. And there was yeah, there was a group of us that would all hang out. We'd hang out all the time, like every right. night. You know, we'd play the movie game where you name the, the you know an actor and then the movie and then another actor from that movie and then another. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I've never played this game, but I it sounds good. I mean, I, I get, all right, I, we'll, we'll play around in a minute. All right, Let's okay. play around in a minute. All right. All right. Okay. Um, so we would do, Will there be crack? sort of like six degrees in a way. Sort of. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. So we with or without the crack though? Uh, no crack. I no, no, no crack. crack. Okay. No crack. Right. I don't have any crack. I don't know if so you brought hang any out, crack. And there were there were a few. Just em- the crack. There were a few employees there that did not live at the motel. They lived at this house. Together, uh, they all lived together. Real okay. so we would go back. We would hang out at the house sometimes, and you know there were instruments laying around, and mm-hmm. we'd play music. I mean, it wasn't like a that shady of a deal. It was yeah. just very low class, um, right? And uh, yeah, New Year's Eve party there, you know, and some uh, some fucking crack induced fellatio went down <laughs> in the B room. Right. Crack induced fellatio. Yeah. That- Sounds now, like did, did so he, he just told you like flat out? Oh man, weird thing the other night. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, ah right, man, I went in there and I smoked crack. And I was like, I was like, oh shit, dude, I did that when I was fifteen, like by accident. You know, and, he, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, and he goes, yeah, what, what did you do when you did it? I was like, I just got really annoyed, and he's like, very irritable. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got really irritable, and he's like, I, I blew Dale, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, fucking, we're way different affected by drugs, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, yeah. And uh, uh-huh. now the guy's name wasn't Dale. You know? No, I, yeah, 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 I mean, of course, look, yeah, yeah, we yeah, get it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, gonna yeah. ask. Yeah
Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what he did. And he never, I mean, I don't think he like. Did it ever get referenced again, though? Did him and, did him and Dale ever discuss it? Ah, uh, Dale, like, used to fuck around with his other friend and stuff. So there was a lot See, of gay going around there. There, there was, was a lot of is, weird yeah. gay going okay. around. And the lot. crack probably. Uh, was we're like, a... you know, we're listening to a lot of T-Rex. Shit got weird, man. Well, get it like, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has, that's it. Did you guys, let me, let me ask you this. When, when you guys were like in like seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade, were you ever at parties? No. With like a bunch of other dudes? Yeah. Like a friend had like a bunch of people over? Maybe. Let's see. And just everyone starts beating off, watching something on TV? No. Mm. I didn't. I didn't really do a lot of uh, parties or things of that nature. I did for like a year. When I was like in seventh no. grade, I got in with this group that I think kept me around for comic relief, and then fucking threw me out. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And they were the beat off crew. But they used. To, but they were also <laughs> the beat off bunch. <laughs> but they were really like str- very straight. Like right. No, I know what you're talking. Yeah, fucking yeah. guys. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Football team yeah. type. Yeah. Which I feel like yeah. happens a lot, though. You know. And and they used to just beat off, man. We go to this guy Reese's house. And this was sixth, seventh grade. This is like seventh grade, yeah. and like, right. and we, you know, he had this big L-shaped couch, right? right. This big leather couch was L-shaped with a big TV sitting there, right. and someone would have like a a Playboy VHS, so it'd right. just be some girl stripping and maybe maybe washing a car or some bullshit, right. and uh, and it just, everyone would just get out blankets, they'd all just start beating up. We're all sitting next to each other, dude. Right. And it's like we're all sitting there, and everyone's it's weird, bro. It's super fucking weird, it's weird man, but man. it's like it's like hindsight weird. Yeah, yeah, I know. What like, you're it, like, yeah. it's like, like at the time you would it would have been very fucking weird if you'd have been like, "Are we all doing this?" And then, and everybody would like at the same time realized it was weird, but like nobody said anything. So you but just, you look you back and it's like it. that's the gayest thing I've ever been a part of. Like, yeah, what yeah, the fuck yeah. was happening? It's weird, yeah. man. It's yeah. like those situations when like well, I've porn... certainly done a lot of gay things yeah. as a child. Yeah, where like looking back, I go, "Oh, that was that was gay as fuck." Those moments like you like are watching porn with your friends like that and it's like one thing if it's on and you're like alright well like that's a sex scene I guess but then if you're like well let's we're gonna, I'm gonna start jerking no it's not talked about it was yeah, not yeah, it was not discussed yeah, no yeah. I know it's not discussed like, but like right, guys, after but, this, but it was it, yeah but it was was it like was it on was it just get put on and then everyone would like immediately started jerking it or was it just was it on for a while they were watching and then after they got aroused for a bit then it was like all right well now's now's the time that we all start whipping it out we start jerking it right that's what we do now no, I, no, again no. I think it's it just it's spontaneous it was it's very, organic again it just very happens. organic it was yeah. like it was an like organic crack induced fellatio it was like yeah. it was like crack organic wink it was like crackhead like, crack like yeah. it was it was you know it was the same deal yeah. it was very organic it was like you know we'd be sitting there and the first guy to go the first guy always was the fat kid. So like he he'd be the first one just to start. Yeah, what was always it's always the fat kid that does these things. The first yeah. one, well, they don't get, yeah. I guess maybe they because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, I guess yeah. they, they, they nobody what else. Are you gonna do? Make, what are you gonna do? Make yeah. fun of them? You make fun of them all the time yeah, in the group, true. right? Fair. So well, yeah, of course, yeah. Who gives yeah, a fuck? I'm right? Yeah, so I'm he's gonna start just start beating off, man. And then like everyone's beating off. Some people are sharing blankets. You know what I mean? Like it'll be like a blanket draped across three dudes like long ways. So like yeah, over them? So like you no one could see anyone's dick. And nobody was you know looking. I mean? I no one's but like looking. you're you're sitting thigh to thigh though, right? Probably. Yeah, you feel the next guy's next to you, his arm is you're like feeling shaking. vigorous hand yeah, motions. Yeah, dude, it was very very uncomfortable and weird. Uh, it's very, I mean, it's very homoerotic. Super. Well, it's gay. It's a gay thing. <laughs> it's fucking gay. It's fucking gay thing. It's not homoerotic. It's it's homosexual. I, yeah, it's like, just I, flat out. I, yeah, that's it's true. Flat out gay. I feel like homoerotic <laughs> is like sitting around talking about your. If erection. there was if there was a camera facing the other way out of the TV, gay dudes would be watching that and jerking off. Like on the other end, like it's gay. 
Okay, mm. I mean, when you put it that porn begets when you, porn. I mean, when you alter my perspective so that you put me on the other side of the looking glass. Oh, were you yeah. on the couch before? No, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was in the room. You know what I mean? I was in the room, like a just an ethereal cloud. Yeah, now you're, like, yeah. But now I'm on the other you're, side. No, now you're in the TV. I'm in the TV. You're Willy inside, Wonka style. You're inside the TV, watching. The, and now I'm in it, and I'm like, right. that is gay. That is gay. As that shit. is really gay. Right. If I was a gay man. If I was a gay man, and I saw that, I would be like, that's gay. I'm not into right. that. Because it's a bunch of 15 yeah. year olds. Yeah, I'm not really into that. Or 12 this. year olds, I guess. Well, right? I guess that's, that's really right. pedophilia as well. Well, yeah, this is actually taking a very, very yeah, roundabout. Actually, right. I don't want anything but to do with But you scenario. put a couple more years on like those kids, and suddenly that's, uh, that's a good movie. I forgot guy, for you know? a moment that they, this was seventh grade. Yeah, okay. I forgot about that's this. Fair. Uh, that's fair. This wasn't last week. Which actually makes it now really weird why a bunch of like. No, because that's, I mean, I. That's not a normal thing for a bunch of 12 year olds sitting around. I mean, I didn't masturbate until I was almost 18, so that's. It's one thing to do. I'm leaving that out. But I can. Totally relate to, Ten. and I can I can understand that mindset. Ten, eleven, ten, eleven people. Ten, eleven people. See, that's not that's really abnormal. That's some it, real it is, but I can kind of. But I I came from it's Phoenix. I can totally see this <laughs> happening, and I mean, I I, I, Which, I don't have like a, I don't have like a direct correlation. No, this was how like does that deep South super well, I guess Christian I Republican do. family yeah, yeah. shit, man? Like that shit used to go down. Like the you know these super Republican was everyone so you were the were you the only person in the room not jerking I did like once I couldn't finish it was fucking mm. weird you know right, right. I mean, yeah I mean I guess you would be I guess you would be what's what's weirder in that moment than not participating right, I tried, right. but like I didn't even have you want to sit there really and be the an person who's just like know? what the fuck is wrong with you guys I'm not doing this I'm gonna like sit there and jizz around all my friends and plus I was very <laughs> weird about masturbation anyway like I, right. I I had a lot of guilt about it for a long time I but thought, you gotta figure a lot of shit out in private you can't just bust that shit out in a yeah well group. I think that's what he's saying yeah, yeah no exactly yeah, no I mean yeah. that's what I'm saying yeah, I got you and I you know like you. when you first the first time you masturbate you, you feel weird about it but you are like oh I want to feel like this all the time like this is amazing. This is this is the new me. The second time. I'm gonna chase the feeling. I'm gonna chase the dragon. I'm gonna do this every time now. Is yeah, someone right. at the door? Yeah, go keep going. What's going on? Just every single day, maybe two, three times a day, somebody just fucking tries to open their door. I think it's like the maintenance people seeing if anybody still lives here because they haven't painted my door. Fucking can't tell you Yo, how many. Even Saturday, Rip Sunday Oculus. morning at nine Rip o'clock in the morning, Oculus, some fucking guy tonight. So, no, I don't think they're. I think they're just checking the apartment. But it fucking Mitch jars me awake at nine o'clock in the morning. Just checks a door, Mitch. Fucking weird murderers, people. Murderers, maybe because the door is not painted. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I just needed to. Oh, no I thought I heard is, it, but then I remember. How, how do the door you was not end locked. up in a place in this world where you've got a bunch of seventh seventh graders who recreationally it's you're from like, a small shit town yeah, man. with a bunch of conservative parents that nobody wants to, and nobody wants to reference anything about like 12 year old or 10 year old whatever horny boys and you go to one place where there's no parents and there's a porno tape yeah shit could go down i could totally see that yeah, it's so weird though man when you got so nothing weird. else going on it's fucking weird it's so man. weird to and just like, like jerk off that like maybe like four Five people. I'm like, that's weird, but like, yeah. Uh, like you know what's 10, weird? It was double digits, really, man? really common in the South, man. Like, because uh, you know, I'd I could from see. This, well, I mean, yeah, I'll tell you. When no, I was, when I was in, I'm, uh, not, I'm not defending it. It's fucked up that it's common no, in the not, South. I'm I mean, not. When I was it? When I was in, when I was in high school, I want to say sophomore year, maybe even freshman year, something like that. Uh, when my mom had, uh, I think she had already married uh, what became my stepdad, and. We went to go visit sort of his hometown or something where his father sure, lived sure. with her, with his new wife and whatever. And it was this 
tiny place in Colorado, Paonia, Colorado, I believe it was called. Ah, good old Paonia, Colorado. You've been there? Or you know of it or what? Okay, well, it's it's one of those, like, there's a tiny town next to a tiny town, and the colleges are rivals, well, not colleges, high schools are rivals, and the entire high school is, like, 60 kids or whatever. Right. And there's just nothing going on, and... uh I was there with my stepsister, who was just a fucking had to have like drunk drinks or or drugs at all times. Like any place she went, she was fucking nutcase. And so somehow she had gotten it in her head that she was going to find a party. And I was like, "There's ten people in this town that know what a party is." Like I don't think. Sure enough, she found a party, and it turned out to be you know fifteen tops, just you know redneck teenagers. Sure, and. Maybe an hour into the drinking, just everyone's naked, playing grab ass. Yeah, dude. Slapping each other with their dicks, and just just Isn't everybody's naked. Nuts? And you're just like one of those, like, yeah, you kind of want to be like, you people are fucking crazy, but you, they they all would look at you like you're a nutcase. They did because I still have my clothes on. I was like, I'm not, I'm not was, getting naked in front of I was you like people. Fourteen or something one time, and I went to a, uh, I went to a party with my cousins right. who were much older. Right, so it was like a grown up. Probably in 25 or something, you know, something like that. They were much older than me. Sure. So everyone's drinking beer and smoking pot or whatever. Right. And yeah, dude, just everyone's weirdly naked. At one point, I was uh, I was in the bathroom trying to measure my penis. I don't remember why. I was, some, I was supposed to go measure my penis. Was, just like, I was just, that like a game that people were participating in? I guess. In? I, just, oh, yeah, I wound sure. up just yeah. leaving. Like, yeah. a, you know, like I just left. Yeah, at some weird, point, man. your conscience is like, psst. Dude, you yeah, gotta realize this is, is fucked, weird, right? It's, yeah, it's, weird. it's like you realize this is really fucking weird. But it takes you a while because it's so normal to everybody else that you kind of lose your well, your and moral especially if, in a if way. they're older, you don't know what their normal. That's true. Is, also, you know? they're you're, older. You're, like, you're yeah. like, oh, well, this. I guess this is a grown up thing. I'm very uncomfortable about, and and it was, it was very strange. But I mean, these kids that I'm talking about, when I mean, this was in Franklin, Tennessee, which is not. I mean, it's a suburb of Nashville. So my high school had like thousands of kids in it. Oh, okay. And it was like, yeah, it was a big football rivalry thing like that. But it was also, they all had money. So it was like the McMansions were everywhere. You know what I mean? With golf right, courses right, and okay. country houses and Phoenix. shit like that. Yeah. And Very I was Phoenix, I yeah. was sort of like an across the tracks type dude. Right. Um, On know, the other side of 8 Mile. Right, well, like my house was built, in, the house that I was living in there with my folks was built in like the 60s. It was like a little bungalow. Sure, sure. You know, and it wasn't one of these cropped up urban planning sort of places. Sure. It was like, you know, when it was a farm town. Sure. Uh but I mean, these weren't. I mean, I don't want the mental picture to be people like missing teeth that are just like drinking moonshine and beating off. No, no, I, I literally. These were like kids wearing polo shirts that were tucked in and yeah, shit. I could, like, which is what makes it that so would be weird. Phoenix. It's, Phoenix would be it's that, that way. It's that it's the facade of normalcy, and it's oh everything's cool. But then there's just all this weird unspoken. Well, let me throw it to you on the other side of it. What you know? What if it's ten or eleven kids uh, enjoying themselves? Well, yeah. I mean, there's that too. You know, like, I mean, like, listen. Like it doesn't. I, I mean, it's weird because you're like, if you're not into it, and you're in there. You're like, all right, I'm gonna. I it's sort it's of weird for that to spontaneously occur. I'm with you, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, hey, you know, if I walked into a room, it was like, let's say that my age now, late twenties, early thirties, guys are just sitting on the couch, just fucking furiously beating off. I'd be like, well, this is not the party I want to go to, but. You guys are probably having a ball. This is yeah, probably but like that's a very fucking... different. Old th- I mean, the other thing is like I think in so many other situations, especially with weird sexual traumas and that shit, and like weird sexual behavior at an early age, it's not just something that you just learn spontaneously or organically. It's usually something that happened to you 
or someone doing something to you. Does it happen to eleven people though? And no, but it takes yeah, yeah. One, but it takes one person sure. who then spreads it. I mean, it's the case of one oh, kid. Right. One sure. kid then goes sure. around. Sure. So I mean, it, it doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. it takes is just one dysfunctional situation and one kid to be like, well, this is, I guess, a normal thing. And then they go around and they start teaching this thing to some other kids. Sure, and, and, then, and who knows when that started? Right, I mean, it exactly. Been, might have been one of these kids' fucking older brothers. Which is what like, I mean. I don't know. Yeah, but like, I don't know. and if you, sure. like, if in the peer structure where you're everywhere you're looking, you just keep seeing that more and more people are like, well, I guess this is okay. Or like, it, it happens to you and you're like, is it weird? But like, I'm just saying it's... No, it's valid. It's yeah, less... Yeah. I I feel like it's well, less... You know, like, yeah, Rich. they might be enjoying themselves fine, no doubt. But like, why is that even fucking a thing in the first place, bro? I feel like it's, right. it has to be because someone who was an older grown-up hand came in and mucked up shit right yeah. and okay. weirded it's it fair. all up you know? that's valid and that's you know valid. that you know that in a rich rich conservative family like that there's no discussion of anybody touching anybody's anything which is how so it that becomes, older brother, yeah, yeah okay yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm literally just saying i'm thinking of the other nine kids nine ten kids that that didn't start it they were like oh is that what we're doing no i, I guess you, i could kind of at least like maybe one or two kids right who just were I, like as an you know adult what? this is fun this is i enjoy it no, i'm I mean, hanging out with my friends i'm touching myself this is good stuff i felt like a bit of kid like that I've, I've certainly, I've certainly Jesse been. Jesse was hanging out. I mean, it, no, did, I, I, it didn't occur I, I, to me at the time how fucked up it was. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't like, well, this is. You got to be some real well, yeah, ahead I mean, of your time to like be in that moment. You would have to have some real fucking deep wisdom. Well, no, what to I'm be saying, in that moment and be like, wait, this is super fucked. As an adult, haven't you ever kind of stumbled into a, a semi orgy party or a mini orgy <laughs> that was happening at a party? You kind of go like, <laughs> who oh, amongst are, us has not stumbled in? I'm serious. You've never like just been no. hanging out with a Mitch, couple of people and like. All of a sudden, these two over here are like making out, and then you're like, oh, they're kind of moaning, and you're like, well, I guess they're fucking on the couch, and it's like, it's just you and somebody else, and you're like, well, I guess, I guess we're, it's time for us to fuck too. No, dude, I don't I go can't, to fucking... I don't, I don't go to those parties, really? I, guess, I guess. Well, I don't, I mean, they, you don't know if they're that kind of party. I'm just saying, dude, like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go to <laughs> no? fucking like listen to the Matrix soundtrack parties like you go to. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm listening like, to the Matrix. Amongst has not stumbled yeah. into an orgy at a party. No, I've never, I've never been to a party like that. Most of the parties I go to, there's like, you look over and notice people are playing chess. Yeah, you know? <laughs> maybe someone has busted out a blunt midway, and I was like, "Oh, sure. where that where that massive blunt come from?" I've been to those parties a lot. I never, I never, I guess I've never walked. I've, I've walked into a room and seen copious drugs, but I've never yeah, seen me too, an orgy. Me too. I've never seen an orgy. Oh, yeah, definitely not seen those, man. I've definitely had that. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where you kind of go, "Well, I could either stay and." You know, maybe get in on the action or just watch or whatever. I could be like, "Oh, you guys are fucking weird. I'm leaving." I, ever, I'm I'm more of the like, I'll stay and hang out because uh, you know, no judgment here. Mitch, you guys have, you ever, fun. have you ever been in a polyamorous relationship? Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I, I I've been in sort of I I, I threat. I, the thing is, I don't want to don't want to say the relationship because it feels like that's a little too putting too many fucking terms in there. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Sure. Putting a uh, putting a label on it, so to speak. But yeah, I've certainly yeah, I've sort of dated multiple people at once that were also dating multiple people at once. But yeah. I mean, you've never you've it's it was never like a swinger thing, like with the person you're with. No, no. Like, see, again, with, that's with sort with of like getting couple. a little too official, kind of things like that. Um, I did uh, I did fuck a dude's wife who said that they were in an open relationship, and uh, I'm pretty sure they were. And I I knew the husband and I hung out with him a few times. And, you know, we'd, we'd hung out quite a bit. Sure. And I remember thinking to myself, this would be the time to ask him, like, is she, is she real? Like, it, but I don't right. think she would have been like, hey, you two should go to the grocery store together wow. or on this road trip together. 
if she thought, you know what I mean? Like, if there, if it wasn't all cool and chill, then she probably wouldn't want me hanging out with him, and she probably wouldn't, like, for instance, tell him that she'd spent the night at my place a few times. Yeah, I was, I but was, I didn't, I didn't go so far as to be like, so how strange we've both banged the same broad, like your wife. You know, I, I didn't go so far as just to do that. So in that sense, I guess I did kind of get in with a couple, but again, it was not like a. I feel like you can't get in unless you have that conversation. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I'll I mean, take her word for it. I'm I mean, you missed the other part of it. I'm but, friends you know. with a few swingers. And yeah, I can't. I can't do it, man. Yeah. I get too jealous. Have, you, have they put the invitation out there? No, no, never to me. I've been I've been approached by swingers before that I'm not friends with. Right. Uh, like after a show. After a show, I could totally you know? see that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But but <laughs> yeah. then it's like I'm not. That's you know I'm I'm not really that guy. I mean you know the stage persona. It's always just an enhanced version of ourselves. Um. But, you know, and you, hopefully it becomes less enhanced. You become more you in on and off. You know? Right, right. But, the uh, off stage becomes more on, and the on comes more off. Yeah, I think I so. You, I think yeah, I yeah. think eventually you hope to become the same person a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm but with you. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, that's not that's not me. I can't I can't do it. There there does seem to be. I've heard a number of stories about that where it's like couples going up to comedians after shows, and I have to feel like there's probably a thing where they're like, well, this guy bears his soul all the time. He's not going to. Fucking scream and yell at us and write it's, stories they, about they it. They probably just know that yeah, they won't shit. be judged. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is, man. Yeah, it's, I mean that's a whole comedy thing. It's you you bring people out and they can be comfortable with all these uncomfortable things. So well, that's, that's in why, turn, that's why you get fans that are freaks. You, you right. get fans that are like really damaged people. Yeah. That, that again, which goes back to the old point of normal, well-adjusted people do not become stand-up comedians. Yeah, but and in turn, like that's why you. That's how you know. Bring it back. You get people who fucking Jesse gets weirded out by hanging around to the last <laughs> thirty seconds of the podcast, being like, "That's gold." Wait, what do you mean? Well, what when you were talking about earlier, like the person who was like listening for the entire two hours, you know. Well, no, I mean, I get like fans that are that. I mean, I can tell right away. It, it's one of those things that um, I heard Emo Phillips do this joke one time that was awesome, and he's like, "If any of you want to meet me after the show." I just want to let you know we're both going to walk away a little disappointed, you know, <laughs> which which I think is really like valid because sometimes like sometimes people will come up and they'll say, hey, it was a great show. It was awesome. You know, and they'll shake your hand and, and you know, that's that's cool. But the people that, like want to hang out and like really cling after a show. Right. You know what I mean? They really cling around. Right. Um, I, I, it worries me about myself because I don't know what about me they connected with because mm-hmm. they seem like they're a little off. And I don't know what salvation they think I can offer, you know, because I, I don't know anything. So it's like, it's it's always weird when, um, like, I'm a total crazy magnet, like even just non-stand-up wise, just you, on the street. To, to, I don't know what it is about me that mm. I'm putting out there that says like, hey, man, I'll make it okay. Like, I don't, you know, it's fucking, <laughs> it fucking worries me, man. Right, right. Um, I, I, I understand that, man. I think, I think especially. I mean, I have friends that fucking blew people on crack. Like, I'm saying that. I've always had that same thing, too. There's with... a tolerance about me I think they sense, but I don't understand. Well, you, you seem very middle of the road. It doesn't seem like at any, like, I, I literally can't imagine you freaking out and yelling about, like, something spilled on your carpet, for instance jizz or otherwise but i just mean in general uh you you have that middle of the road like you just chill like you'd be hey don't do that man and that'd be the that'd be well, the I'm, end i'm of really it, non-confrontational right? but but uh, um but no i mean stuff really wigs me out man i have like severe 
fucking anxiety and stuff. I'm not, I don't have anger problems, but right. you know, I get. Well, worked, I think that's what I'm saying is like out. the people who there are people who are like, well, he's not going to you know freak out, start screaming and things like that. Like if, if they, they if they get the they impre- impression that you're like something. a high right. high intensity person, like Teddy's a high intensity person. A couple will not ask Teddy, you know, hey. Let's let's go swinging or hey. something like that because they'd be like he's Whoa. very high intensity. Hey. You get the feeling that immediately you'd be like, "Yo, this is too much for me." If they listen to the, more than like five <laughs> minutes of the podcast, I feel like I feel like uh, people normally think I'm pretty intense, though. You know, yeah, as I a dude, that, I don't know. You've always sort of seen chill. Ener- no, I'm not high energy, but I think I'm very like I'm 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 a brooder. You know, I've always I've always gotten that people felt like a weird intimidate like people even friends of mine i had a, a weird thing for a long time with all a lot of my really good close friends to this day who back in high school and such when we first met each other when we first started hanging out they, they would say i thought that you hated me yeah you know? i've gotten that a lot I got, yeah, i've gotten yeah, that yeah. consistently and i would always and i would always hear that and i would just think to myself i don't know what the fuck i was doing because i didn't hate you you know i was largely indifferent I guess right if anything I didn't really know you I didn't have an opinion on you but it's it's weird to hear that because I guess that's kind of what your point is too and you keep attracting a certain element of person or if you keep hearing this the same refrain about yourself from people it makes you kind of think like I don't know what it is that I'm doing that's continuing to cause this all the time. Well, some, you know? something you think sure. about when you as you get older is like how you're viewed by people and not in like I, the, not the adolescent paranoid way where, the like, grand oh, scheme they're of talking things. about me, yada yada yada. But like, yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, like, how, what, you know, what am I putting out there? Like, am I viewed as like a nice person, or, or am I viewed as like this curmudgeon sort of? I've, act, I've I, yeah. it's fucking weird, man. I've, I've been. I mean, that's actually like a, a thing that I feel like I've been largely, almost obsessed with since my dad died. Because that how was, you come off to people, huh? Like well, how not, you come not, off as a, as a, well, as a personality. A how, I mean, it's not a how you come off to people so much as it's like what is my. If someone brings up my name or my person in a conversation, what is the reaction or the perception of people when my right. name is, or is invoked? You know, normally like, with me, it's always the, the N word. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, when people bring you up, um, just yeah. right away, yeah. about half an hour of that, and then uh, and then I'll say, "Oh, he's a cool dude, though. Yeah. He's, yeah. Good. he's a good yeah. one." You, know? you put all the nigga stuff aside; he's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize your dad had passed away, Teddy. Oh, no, it's uh, it's okay. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it was 11, and he just dropped dead in front of me of a massive heart attack when we're playing basketball. But I think it's uh, the idea of what you're saying, and not the adolescent, oh, they're talking about me, you know, but, like, what is the quality of your person, you know, when it gets when it gets discussed or whatever? Sure. Like, what sure. is it that people see in you, and they have this weird reflection of self, you know? And yeah, yeah. Attracts uh, them to you, right, you know, and right. gives you some sort of legitimacy or whatever, and that's I don't know because I I feel like when my when my dad died that was the only thing that I could really think about was just it's like that's it's this old saying you know like childhood ends the you know the moment that you realize like death and all those things can sure. happen or whatever sure. and yeah. so from there you're just like well fuck like I'm like this is it I guess you know like I I, right. I guess I just need to be a decent person to people because then you're just aware of like I'm here so did it make you would you say like it made you hyper aware of endings with people like where you end off with each person you talk to as as a for instance it made like, me hyper I'm, I'm wildly like I'm I'm hyper aware like wildly uh, paranoid generally and only in the last few years where where like every conversation I end I immediately like in my head I'm taking notes on like oh fuck did I I probably said that I probably pissed him off when I said that like oh I fucking I I probably offended this person. The way to try and explain it is that it gave me this uh, perpetual sense of hyper awareness of the 
I guess the cumulative effects of all those interactions and sure, okay. things yeah. that happen because sure. I think especially for my circumstance, it's you know, it's the idea of you die but it's on your deathbed and you get this chance to make amends, you know, and death like you you have yeah. a chance to die clean. Do you know what I mean? That's sure, a very okay. idealized notion, you right. know. Where you find out about death and you have you know, but you get the chance. But in that in that case it literally was like your father's dead, boom. Go live your life. Like everything's still the same. You know what I mean? Everything's still the same. Right, Just right. go fucking keep right. going. And it's that sense of like, well, he he didn't get a chance to do anything really. You know, right? In terms of like pre- preserving whatever he was like, this is me, Curtis Tutson. This is what I want people to know about me as a person. Like he just, right. it basically was then everything that he'd ever done in his life had to just be it was summed up. The narrative was already there. You know, but he didn't have any chance to shape it or frame it or anything right. as he continued to live on so i guess from then on out i was just like everything that i do it's already set in a larger narrative you know people are going to go and talk about this interaction that they had with me if i but am they'll, decent they'll to them. talk about it positively i mean if, if, no but if i'm decent to them you know but if i just go around being an asshole to people and being totally self-interested and then they're like what about that guy oh fuck that guy you know but it's where it's like if you're just if you're decent or nice die, to people, no one's gonna say that about someone that died no no no, no not, very few people that are dead and people are like nah fucking good yeah, like, I mean, give it a year. Yeah, you know, or, I mean, at least like less of like, well, I'm glad he's dead. But like, if they come up, they're like, I don't, I don't really miss him. You know, like, I, I mean, right, it sucks right, that they're gone, right. but like, sort of not, indifferent. It's not, it, yeah, it's not like highly favorable or anything. Well, see, that's that's kind of like I, I have that weird, you know, again, living alone and stuff. Especially they, we talked about on this show many times. We're like, where I'll have too much to drink one night or something, like that, and I'm stumbling a little too much. And I'm like, dude, if I crack my skull, like this right. is how I die. And like, what will? Right. So I, I have this kind of like constant uh, paranoia or or constant sort of uh, uh, motivation to to put out art, uh, whatever you want to call it, just 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 work, just something, it's, you know, like this podcast, right. a blog, fucking websites, fucking tweets, fucking whatever. Because yeah, yeah. like when I'm gone, that's leave, all leave there the is. Right. right? Yeah. Is. Like, so I've, I feel like I sort of trying to immerse myself in as many of like, just guys, so I, I'm like planting. Let me tell you guys something I do. That's, it might sound, this might sound really fucking weird. It probably is weird. It's not weird. But ever since I was out. like, uh, 16, <laughs> I think it'd be worse than 10. <laughs> uh, once a year when I'm sick and I don't have any children, you know, I probably won't for a while, but I've been doing this since I was 16. Once a year, I write a letter to my kid that I will, hopefully be able to give them when they're that age because they're going to so like when my kid's 16 I'll be like hey I wrote this to you when I was 16 oh wow you've been doing it that long yeah because it's like uh, it's sort of I feel like it would sort of help show that like hey I I was just the same yeah yeah like 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 because you know you're everyone if you're raised correctly at a certain point you'll hate your parents and then you'll sort of go back to them Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. There's that adolescent thing where you really stray away and there's resentment and yeah. all that, you know, and then you... My parents are squares, man. They don't yeah, get it. Right. They never had a party. Right. Yeah. And then you go oh, yeah, back yeah, and it's yeah. sort of like a, it's sort of like a, hey dude, like I'm a fuck up too. Like right, I'm one right. of those things, right? Right. Like I don't know what's going on. Um, so I write, yeah, I'm surprised you're still alive. Once a year. <laughs> Do you, does it ever surprise you you're still alive? I get all the surpri- time. Every I'm day. constantly surprised that yeah. I've just made it this Definitely. far. I live, every day. I, I am, I'm stunned all the time. I think yeah, especially, yeah. yeah, my case too, like, Again, with my dad, it's just I am I I yeah, literally you live, saw it I literally so have I mean, lived have... every second of my life since watching my dad die at the age of eleven, expecting death at any moment in time. I have I have perpetual like when I am walking. That's down, why I lock the door when you get in. Yeah, so you just, I, you I, don't have to worry I, about I outside right now. I mean, for for a long time when I was a kid and I was sleeping, and if I would sleep with my back to the door, I couldn't I couldn't do it because I would have this 
just intense visualization in my head of someone coming in yeah. and just like just stabbing me brutally totally in get the it. back. I totally get it. And I cu- I could not I would have to turn over and face the door. Yeah. And I like and I wouldn't even fall asleep so much as I would just pass out because I just did not expect to live to the next I, day. I immediately everywhere I am I plan exit routes like All the sub- time. subconsciously All the like time. I plan All the time. If I go to movie theaters I, I I like to sit on the aisle, you know, I like to I like to plan like and it's not even a thing I think about anymore. Consciously. So are you paranoid of planes? I mean, do you get fucking all wigged out when you're fucking on a plane? I hate flying, man. Really? I hate it. Okay. You know? I mean, high speed rail, bitches. So you have a weird thing where where uh, yeah, I, I do it. But I, I guess I guess I come to peace with uh, because I maybe I am a bit of a control freak. I, I sort of come to peace with situations where I there's literally nothing I could do if something went wrong. I'm getting better. And I guess a part it. of me just goes like, for instance, being on a plane. Yeah. You know, there's that sort of nervous tension when you're taking off, where you're where you're thinking to yourself, and everyone is probably thinking at the same time. I hope this is not the last time I get on a plane. Like, I hope this is not, you know, the end. Like, actually, I hope I hope we see the end of this flight and everybody's safe. But there's a part of you that goes like, well, what if? And, I, and I've and i sort of come to a sort of solace about it where I go, well, there's literally nothing I could do. There is there's nothing, nothing could I could do, do to but, change it. But, so all I'd be doing at this point is just making the moment that I'm on this plane the, or the moments, the time that I spend on this plane, miserable. Yeah. Because I'm paranoid about something I couldn't change if I wanted to. I guess well, it's sort it of is, a philosophy it, for the larger part of yeah, life, but I, I can't follow it that It far. is futile to worry about things you can't control, but my my problem with flying in particular, uh, I'm not scared of death. I'm not scared of what happens when I die. I, I, don't, I, I personally don't think anything happens. I'm not even aware of it, and if there is something more, I'll fucking deal with it. Yeah, but, that's fair. But um, cross that bridge when I come to it, bitches. Yeah. Well, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I just assume that I'm not even conscious to know there's nothing. It's yeah. just over. It's like before you were born. So it's yeah. It's what? Yeah. I mean, why do I even give a shit? But if sure. if there is some light, that, you're worried you know, about the thirty seconds before you die. Where or you're if it's a plane, I'm worried pain. about the fucking five minutes. Like, dude, I've done the math of dropping from thirty thousand feet and hitting terminal velocity. It, dude, five minutes. You know you're gonna die. Can you even fucking imagine? Yeah, that that definitely would be. But then at the same time, it's like, I mean, again, there's nothing you could do. So, I mean, I don't know. I I, I have I've thought about it, and I I don't have anything other than I guess I would probably I, be the only one that just well, sat the, there. The flip out comes when you're wondering whether or not there is something you could do. Like that's the thing, dude. Like, yeah, I guess like, if you have enough true. time, yeah. I mean, if you're locked in, I mean, it's different if you're like you might die in five minutes. But if someone's like you have five minutes and then death. Like, like, I just give it a shot. Yeah, man. Like the the anxiety is the what if. It's not the it's not the answer, right? The answer is something that I'm pretty I'm pretty good with coming to grips with the answers. Like, you know. But sometimes, like, I wonder. Yeah, like I'm. It blows my mind. I'm alive all the time. Just literally from the amount of. Uh, and this sounds like fucked up. This isn't funny at all. It's like very real. <laughs> but like the amount the amount of pain you can feel in your life. Not physical pain, but like emotional, mental grief and pain. Sure. It blows my mind that your body doesn't just quit. Oh, all the time. Like, like, uh, like I just went through this breakup deal, right? Right. And it's like. Which I wanted to talk to you about tonight, but. Okay, we, we can talk about it. But it's like, it's weird to me that my brain at some point, and I never wanted to like, you know, fucking hurt myself or anything, but it's like, it never got to that, you know? But it's weird that my brain wasn't just like. Yeah, fuck this, dude. Let's let's tap out. I'm out. Right, like right. I'm out, and then I just quit breathing or thinking because 
It's fucking weird. And that's why, like, I don't buy that shit. All those old, like, Renaissance stories of, like, mm, then he died of a broken heart. No, he fucking didn't. He, he had cancer. You didn't have that <laughs> right, right. technology yeah. yet. Yeah. No one ever died of a broken heart or everyone would be dead. This is the same thing I wonder about, for instance, when my, my mom had died of cancer. Just, I mean, they're all the, oh, go ahead. And she had, she, when, when she was in her last, you know, two weeks, three weeks or whatever, and they were like, she's in hospice, she's going, it's going to happen any day now, this whole thing. And I remember my sister and I went out to visit her, and the hospice lady was like, she was waiting for you guys to get here to sort of, you have to sort of give her permission to die. And I was like, that totally doesn't make any sense to me. I can't fathom the 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 thing where they like she gave up the fight, but she literally died on my stepdad's birthday. Like she gave him a cake, and then like ten minutes later was gone. And I just can't. It has to be a thing because you hear it from fucking doctors of all people. Which are not prone to like be. It's got to be at some point you do kind of go give up. I think it is is what it it speaks to what Jesse's saying about that point of the brain and whatever else is going on underneath there. You know, especially when you're just agonizing pain, or you just you know you have an idea that I'm not gonna be able to get back to anything that resembled normalcy from this. Right. This is I, this is the end one way or the other for me. Right, right. You sure. know, it's either you the end, the end, or do you the, think it's, it's like falling asleep in a sense that like if you're, you know, if I'm if I'm driving and right. I'm like fucking half awake, I know I can slap myself a few times and fucking keep it going just I long think, enough, you know, like do you think it's like that where it's like, no, fuck it. I I, I can succumb it's, to the it's sleep. It's also now. like one of those moments too when you when you like kind of wake up and you like have this idea like I think I should go and do something or whatever, but you're like, nope, I'm just nope. Yeah, it's I'm sad. Just gonna, like, I don't know. It, I don't. Right? I don't think you can try to die. I don't think you can will yourself. I don't dead. know about trying to die, but I think. But what you're saying your body, about like your your, body you, like, won't your let brain, you die. your brain just being like, I'm done. You know what I mean? When yeah, like, I'm could done. that happen? I don't think I your, mean, your I, body is like your body is going to respond in kind. But if your if your intestinal fortitude, you know, again, like you if, hear doctors talk about it all the time. There's got to be something I, to it yeah. because they a million times you hear doctors mention that like he gave up the fight or he kept fighting or you know whatever or like well, you know just, what I mean? I think that's just a huge cancer buzzword. I don't like even. Fighting. I don't even mean. I'm not even talking about cancer. I'm talking like fucking gunshot wounds and stuff like that. Any number of things. People are saying like, "Oh, he held yeah. on. He kept fighting." Now maybe it's just to make the person sort of feel better. Like you really did it. You saved your I think, own life. I think there I is know. a lot of that. I think bedside manner has a lot to do with that. I, I mean, I'm not saying that there mm-hmm. wasn't any um, right. resiliency going on. Right. Right. You know. Um, uh, but I I think um, that you know in in someone in hospice in I think they would the whole time much rather be not in hospice and like at home well of course yeah so like if you know for oh well, no sure, she was at home i mean you know, yeah but you, even still yeah. if you know for sure you're gonna die if it's like you know i'm dealing with this in my family right now there's like some some serious cancer shit going on um where it's like Sorry to hear that. you know and it happens man where you know it's it's coming down the line and it's like there's this thing i mean i just know the the, the science behind it you can't yeah you can't will yourself to die you can't you can't hold your breath until you die you'll pass out and start breathing i mean you can't your body will not let you die unless there's an outside influence that fucking kills it's you it's like the uh what is it three rules uh, asimov's uh mm-hmm. law of robotics right, right. You I can't guess, let yeah. yourself like your brain is sort of like that where it's like i won't let you come into I, harm I've, blah I've, blah I've, i mean i've had that same thing i mean i've had i've had moments you know when i'm just i mean it's just i wake up and I'm waiting for the bus or something, you know, and I am just, I am like, I can't believe this is another day of being alive. 
after everything that I've already endured as a human right. being. Where you're done. And I just, and I just, I just it, you feel that in your mind. And I just right. have these, in, these conversations internally where it's just me, I guess, talking with my greater self and being like, how am I even still standing here right now? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, how, how did you just not fucking pack it up a long time ago? I don't know. Why am I still, like, why am I still going? Do you know? Why? Why not? Well, I think which that goes to your, which goes to your science, idea because it's like you it, can't. What? Well, yeah. I mean, like there are any any number of days when like it it would have been very rational for the mind of myself to just be like, nah, you know what? Cost benefit analysis. We're just gonna we're just gonna shut it down, and you're gonna pass out on this bus, and someone maybe is gonna mug you, and you're gonna be dumped in the marsh somewhere. Yeah. See, to me, my my number one uh, driving force is like you know, uh, well, there's all that stuff I have to do. Like I just, I'm way too busy. Like I just can't die right now. I gotta. Do I just, this. I had this discussion with Rubble one day when I was really drunk about where I was like, I my my saying like I didn't understand suicide. I just I, I was like I could see myself being so depressed that I was like ah, but then I'd be like ah, but I have all this shit. I, I got so many things I need like, to do. I gotta get that thing done. <laughs> yeah, no, like sure, I, this sure. is not the. It's a sort of thing where if I'm home and I'm working on a fucking Friday night on different shit and somebody calls me, hey, and we're at the bar down the street. You want to come out? And I'm like. I really do, but I'd hate myself in the morning. Like that's kind of how I feel about you know suicide in a sense. Where I'm like, not talking suicide. Know. No, I just I just mean that you give know. up kind of mentality is like I no my, I, I I'm I don't just even going mean, to myself like I I don't even mean me giving up. I'm right. talking about my body doing it for me. Right, that's okay. what I'm talking that's about. Because like I have no interest in suicide. Yeah, you know what I mean. I have no interest in uh, giving up or whatever. Sure. Like, I got a lot of shit to do. Right. You exactly. Know what I mean? It's like, like, my, sort of my, your driving force. Like that's what that's what keeps you. But for all, almost, the, for all, what I'm saying is, for all the pain and different things that you go through in your life, isn't there a larger part of you that when you go through it goes, that's gonna fucking make a killer bit though one day. Like that's how you deal. Well, I, right? I, that's how I deal now. But there have been times when I was younger. I mean, it was like Teddy. I like, mean, I love I was, the fucking breakup material. So oh, I mean, well, thank like you, thank you know. But I mean, like when I was that's in, what you can take out of that. You know, <laughs> when I was well now <laughs> worth it right now you can have. Uh, of course not. Of course it's not worth it. Like, no, I mean, uh, like, you know, that. No, it's it's great. It's the self joke. No, sure, sure. It's a joke you tell yourself. You're like, fuck it. Where is it? I got a no. I got a great. I got a great fucking PT Cruiser bit. I'd rather have a decent car. You know what I mean? It's like I'd rather. No, but 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 what I mean is like. You can when, sell when I was cruiser. when I was no you can't um, <laughs> touche <laughs> I know a guy I know a lot of um, when I was stuff. younger when I was eleven um, I started having panic attacks out of nowhere mm. and fucking grown up panic attacks not not like I'm a kid and I'm nervous right, but like right. fucking the shit like I was in Vietnam like like, like real existential shit. crisis existential crisis at eleven yeah, right exactly. and it was like. I, my parents took me to the shrink and I was like the youngest they'd ever had that's going through this and like and, and no one knows what the fuck I don't know what clicked I don't know if there's some 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 trauma happened before that that I've completely blocked out you know I don't I don't know which I've sort of worked through that and figured out now like I turns out I had a pretty good childhood um, you have an just, overactive mind. I've done a lot of research on this. It's, it's the basic guy. It's, it's the fear begets happens. fear. It's like some little thing happens. Something And happened. you sort of freak out, but you're in public. So now you're freaking out that everybody knows that you're freaking out. And so it builds from there. And then you start having the panic that you're going to panic. Right. Well, that that's the thing. And, and at that age, you don't have the coping skills. Right. Naturally. To, to deal with that. I don't even know, even as an adult, most people would have that. It's, I'm, I mean, I'm good it's, now it's at, tough. at talking I mean, myself. I it, 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 it takes a very dedicated effort. 
Yeah, and yeah, you, I would you imagine learn so. techniques, and I've had sure. I've had fourteen years of learning these techniques to talk myself out of a panic attack if I feel sure. one coming on, um, because you know you you do know that it will inevitably get better, and that's one of those times where the body not shutting down on itself is a benefit because you know all just go on autopilot, just muscle the fuck through, and you'll be fine. You'll be very sleepy afterwards, and you'll sleep, and then you'll wake up, and you know you, life goes on. Um, so I'm not really doing the fear of fear itself thing anymore. That's good. But at that age, you don't have that other part of your brain that tells you, oh, this is going to be a good bit, or I'm going to get a great short story out of sure, this. Sure, sure. Because at that age, everything is your life. Like, everything is so fucking real. Right. Like, you're so in it, right? You don't really have any walls up right, um, right. or any, like, self-analysis going on. That's why teenagers should not be on Facebook. This, yeah, teenagers shouldn't be on any anywhere. Any of those, yeah. Um but they, it's, uh, everything's a four alarm only fire. Precocious so. seven year olds. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just um, it takes a while to learn those skills to know that to, to know for a fact that it will get better. I guess that's what I mean. Is like when you're a young kid, everything that happens to you is your life now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why you go through assume, uh, like go through so many like career choices. Like when you're a little little kid and you really want to be a fireman, like that's it. You you're gonna be a fireman now. Right. Like. Sometimes I'll I'll walk down the street and I'll see something like I'll see like a poster for uh, an LA Kings game and I'll remember that like oh shit I played hockey not only did I play hockey for like eight years but I really wanted to be in the NHL like more than anything and it's weird to me that you can have a whole life goal and just fucking forget it because it was when you were a kid right right like right? same way about baseball player I wanted to be a baseball player as a kid and I sure, spent but you, many years playing baseball every I, I but you missed all of my it, weekends you yeah. wanted it just as bad as everything you want now yeah yeah so what let you like how'd you how were you able to let go easier because right now if I like quit comedy I would think about that the rest of my life like every day like, yeah oh I yeah, used yeah. to really want to do that that would be the one that got away right, right, you know what I mean right. but when you're a kid there's all this shit you want to do right and and it's just as real as everything is now but you just don't know that it may pass I guess that I guess that's kind of interesting because I feel like that goes a lot to what you were saying, Mitch, about it. it's like I have so many things that I need to do. Right. I mean, I feel like yeah. that was the thing that happened for me after my dad, where it was like I had that conversation with myself, where I was like, "All right, are you going to check out? Or are you just going to be here? Because if you're going to be here, you got a lot of things that you want to do, so you, like you just get to fuck to doing them, you know? Right. So it's like I. It's like all those things that as a kid where I was kind of like, well, I would kind of like to do broadcast journalism and like, I guess, and then comedy kind of like did not, was not really on the radar. Yeah. Sure. Ever, yeah, until, yeah like, that was, yeah. I have no memory of writing jokes I said before until after my dad died, which is just, it's just the way that I had to learn how to deal with the world, you know? Right, right. And, but like all the things like journalism and like, you know, uh, wanting to do performance of some kind was always there and like things like wanting to do like play by play for sports and stuff was all there. Those are all things that I just ended up kind of doing simultaneously when I went off to school or whatever because it was like I like I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it at this chance that I have. You know, like yeah. I'm not gonna limit myself to one path. You know, because so long as I'm around, I might as well try and check off as many of those things that I used to feel really passionate about and then I still kind of do. I used to I, I used to limit myself all the time, which is something that I think is what keeps me from doing it now. Um, like I dropped out of high school because I was like in a band. And we we got signed. Oh, really? And we were like gonna not and not by a big fucking label. We got right, signed but, by like a dude with a basement. Right. Well, we a, I, mean, I run a Godfather's Pizza up the street. <laughs> right. Right. We, we signed a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, on napkin to, records, I'm, motherfucker. I'm open at a buffet. 
I need you to come play for me. Right. And no, I just didn't even know you were ever in a band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it, but it was like, but it was one of these things where it was like, well, that's that would explain the crooning before the show. <laughs> that would explain the crooning. But but also that was something that I was so incredibly delusionally dead set on that I, I I didn't even pursue other opportunities. Like I didn't like why why the fuck would I go to college? Like I'm doing this. Did and I would almost consider it giving up to do something else when in reality I was giving up by only sticking to the one thing. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. that's I wish the, I'd had that foresight that you had at that age to to take every opportunity because I I limited myself in what I realized were self justifications. You know, I thought it was being like. Well, that I mean, that's sort of the convenience of comedy is that is that everything's related to it. You know what I mean? Kind of like everything you do is sort of an aspect. Like whether you want to pursue TV, your movies, or right. make weird YouTube videos, or like do skits, or fucking. Yeah. stand-up comedy or any number of things like it all relates so you can kind of go anywhere you can be any kind of quote-unquote kind of comedian you want whereas like you know yeah if you're in a band i had the same thing when i when i, I graduated high school and i was i was in a band that was my life i was like yeah the band all right now it's, i'm it's done with everything. high school yeah, i everything. can i can just focus on the band now and i'm not in high school and that that just i just basically decided to get high all the time instead i think and and then i just yeah i gave up on that and uh, and ultimately, many years later, I can go back and go. I was no good like that. that was oh, dude, terrible. we sucked. Like, we were yeah. not yeah. good. Yeah, um, <laughs> we were like the worst. What band. kind of music were you? What kind of music were you jamming out to? A few different. I was in a few different bands. Right, the first one I was in who, was very. Who did you sign with on Godfather's Pizza? <laughs> On the napkin. On the Herman napkin Kane. records. Herman Cain records. The first one I was with was very like, um, like we're, we're. I mean, we we're trying really hard to be Nirvana. Okay, you so know? you're real grungy. Well, no, I mean, we sucked, but like, <laughs> like what we didn't realize about Nirvana was that Nirvana like had hooks and Kurt Cobain could write a fucking, he could write a pop song and he yeah. listened to like the Beatles, yeah, you man, know, yeah. fucking talented, yeah, talented and composer. Was, was, that during that time, like post Nirvana, I lived in Seattle and, and every fucking band I saw was a goddamn noise metal act, a noise right. rock act. And I was like, this is, this is what. You know, Kurt has wrought basically quite by accident, not his by fault. Accident. But well, yeah. people going like, "Oh, I listened to Endless Nameless," and that to me is Nirvana when he just. Wah, 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 wah. And I was like, "No, right. that's them fucking around. You can't make a whole band on that." Right. Well, it's, but these they I didn't mean, know that, and we were we did the same thing as we chose the wrong aspects to listen to. We were like, right, "Oh, well, right. they have these weird. Maybe if I just buy more effects pedals." Will be sure, better. Sure. It's so, like yeah, you, you listen know. to Tourette's versus "Come as You Are," you know. Right. Right. And and yeah, so we we fucking sucked, man. So like nothing ever happened with that. And uh, the the other guy I was in the band with like got a girlfriend. He was into all the time, and I was being a fuck up. So like we, we you know we we like parted ways and everything. Um. And then uh, and then the next band I was in was like garage rock. It was very it was very like White Stripes, Strokes. So it was more like pop sensibility. That's the one that got signed, you know. But we still, I mean, we still sucked, dude. Did you, did you, did you record an EP or an awful, album or anything? Or? We recorded some stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, will that one day surface? I can yeah, can we, can we can we cop that? I have, I, well, dude, I have like, uh, you know, and it's weird too because I, I've kept, I still like play music. I still record on oh, my okay. own. Uh, none of it's like comedic what's your, at all. What's your instrument? Of, of but, uh, guitar. It's my, my Axe. Guitar. That's my, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. Uh, but I've started playing some other shit, you know. I Parts, actually, Harpsichord. Uh, the the guitarist in the band I had uh, shortly after high school, uh, I met him when he was fifteen and I was seventeen. So they should give you. I was sixteen years ago. He uh, he visited last week and he was staying with me. And uh, 
trying to remember. Oh, I was I was letting him use my amp. I was like, you, I haven't used this thing in like five years, and and I'm trying to get him to record on his own because he's a multi instrumentalist. So I was like, take my amp so you got something to work with, and uh, you know, it, don't ever sell it. Basically, it's like a permanent loan. And while I was looking for the the foot pedal that that went with it, it's an old Fender amp, you know. I wonder, um, like tube amps. Like, yeah, kind of, big ass tube amp. It was those about about as wide as this table. About, about yeah, high, I've yeah. got like a twin reverb back at my parents' place. Oh, like okay. the old Fender yeah. tube. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, uh, I was like, let me see if I can find the foot pedal. So I'm going through old boxes, like trying to find shit, and came across just a wealth of things from when he and I were in the band, including like our first gig on VHS. And I had to like hook up the old VHS player, wow. blow out the dust. And we were just getting drunk and watching it. Like how terrible were we? And like remembering that uh, for some reason, our drummer had made a deal with this keyboardist in another band to where he would run our sound from the stage and not the house for whatever reason. Awful and, idea. Uh, yeah. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. And I didn't know that until halfway through the second song when I was like, can you get my vocals up? And the guy's like, you got them on stage, dude. And I was like, who, who has them? Where, where's the knob? And I'm like looking all around, like where, where, where can I turn it up from the stage? And then, uh, the keyboard is like, Oh, I got it. And I was like, who the, how did you even get here? When, when did you, <laughs> cause like, I, don't, I, I was kind of rock stars. I didn't go on stage until the intro started. And then I'd go up. So I didn't know who yeah, was on stage. Damn right. and, uh, yeah. So wow. that was, yeah, you just, were, you were that guy, guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that fucking grin. Yeah. Look at that fucking, yeah. oh, Mitch, who are you? We were like, uh, we were like a sort of dark metal, uh, black metal industrial. Of course band. you were. Yeah. Of yeah. course you were. A lot what? of screaming and yelling and samples <laughs> and shit. <laughs> what are you going to play fucking 80 synth pop? Do some covers of Blue Monday. Yeah. Yeah, dude. How does it feel to find the shoes that fit you well? I just can't get enough. Hey. I just can't get enough. You guys, we should play the movie game. I should tell you about that. Oh, that's right. Play the movie. I will point out, P.S., uh, had we done an hour-long podcast, that entire conversation would have never happened. Yeah, the real, the real expo- like ex, you know, fucking yeah. existential yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Because halfway through, I'd have been like, all right, well, it's been fun, guys. Well, we got to end this conversation and pick it up a year from now when well, you come do, back. We're we doing the movie uh, game. Are we know. talking? Talking? Uh, I don't know. I was, I was, we can do I was whatever you want. I want things, to show you guys. Uh, yeah, show it. Let's just do the movie game. We'll do the movie game. No, real just quick, show you. But we'll play around a bit. I'll show you. Play real quick. All right. Let's see if we can do this. So what it is is it's and I will not touch the keyboard. Best with an odd number of people. Good. So what you do is you start, I'll start, you know, I'll okay. start with a movie, I'll name the title of a movie that has like a bunch of people in it, like an all-star cast, right? And then right. It, then it'll, it'll go to Teddy. Okay. Teddy will name an actor, actress from that movie. Uh-huh. You'll name a different movie they were in. Ah. And then I'll name actor, actress, actor, actress from that movie and we I keep going it. around, right? Okay, I'll see what I can I do. All right? That's so, like fun, all right. That's a fun thing. Teddy, let me throw right. this at you. I'll see what, okay. see what we can do here. You know, there's a few standard openers that like everyone is in. Okay. Okay. All right. Mars Attacks. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Ooh, Jack I know Nicholson. a whole bunch. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was tempted to go with something really weird, but I won't. The Shining. Uh, Scatman Crothers. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. Is this what I take a drink? Because <laughs> I want to say I know one that he was in, but I probably No, I'll go, I'll go Shelley Duvall. Okay. She was the wife, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll yeah, go yeah. Shelley Duvall. I know what else she was in. There's only like two movies, but fuck. Is he allowed to go, Robert Duvall? Can Mitch? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can I tag you in? Yeah, yeah let's do a tag in. We'll do a tag Mitch. In. All right, so Popeye. Oh, okay, all right. There you go. There you go. Okay. Popeye and Mitch. 
So is that to you now? Oh wait, did I... you just pop out to me? Or you pop, Robin you Williams. Pop you my... pop out to Mitch. All right, so Robin Williams. Um, Robin Williams. All right, I'll go. Uh, think of a weird one. Very recent one that I can think of. No, and I can think of all the actors. Well, there's supposed it. to be a lot of people in this movie. No, I'll go. Just in uh, my head. No, no, like, there don't there don't have to be. We're done with a lot of people. Damn, son. We're done got, with a lot of people. Now you realize anybody listening to this later is going to fucking kill all of us. They're gonna <laughs> like, I know a thousand movies right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of no, people. No, I'm just in trying to think of one of weird people. RV. You know. RV. Are you fucking kidding me? It wasn't. It's not Mitch's turn, man. I'm just saying. No one tagged you in. It's on me. Doing it for the people that are listening at home. Like, why didn't he yell out? This or that or the other. Revopolis going I'll go, crazy. With you know, Robopolis. I'll go. I'll go. Miss Doubtfire. I'll fucking okay, lob you one. I'll lob you a softball. Oh, okay. Miss Doubtfire, Sally Field. Yeah, yeah. That's the girl I was thinking too. And yeah, it's killing took me. It. Took it. I'm killing. It's killing me. Like what she? What else she's been in? Uh, Either uh, way, my answer is going to be Tom Hanks. That's a. <laughs> that's a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse just sitting waiting, uh, fucking troll on you know the drawbridge. Uh, Sally Field, oh, fuck. I think he's like in all of her yeah, movies. Yeah. Right? I think uh, he championed her for a while. Oh, we Jesus. should just pick up with um, Forrest Gump right now. Killing basically me. Should. Uh, yeah, skip ahead. I could have just done Forrest Gump, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking that. I didn't mean to give you that either, by the way. No, it's okay. Uh, I'll go with something else because I'm thinking because I was thinking like, well, she does play old women a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting on Tom Hanks' assholes. I'm just sitting on it. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck! No, she was in that stand-up movie he did. Oh yeah, Punchline. He was in Punchline punch as well. Line. Yeah, so that's right. what I'm saying. Punch line, Tom yeah. Hanks has been in several that's fucking right. Sally Fields movies. Basically, basically. I know who else was in Punchline. That's not Tom Hanks. See if you can get it. Uh, there was a lot of people in Punchline. I know comics in Punchline. Uh, that's true. Gonna I, go, I was going to go not comics. I'm going to go Tom Hanks. What? Nah, all right, fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tom Hanks. So now I'm doing. I'm. I'm on a movie, right? You're on a movie. Okay. I'm on a movie. Don't you dare. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's coming. You know it's coming. I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm not gonna do that to you. Uh, let's go with Road to Perdition. Did not see it. Boom! Out the back pocket, motherfucker! Surprise! Uh, you didn't think I knew that, did you? I'm just gonna start naming out a bunch of actors Road and see if I can get one right. Man, fuck. Uh, ben Affleck, uh, oh. Matt Damon. Uh, if you're going Road to Perdition, I'm out too, man. I'm, I'm stumped. I got nothing. I'm stumped. Teddy did it. Yeah. Who else was in Road to Perdition? Uh, Jude Law, I think. I would not have named him. Plays the villain. Right, oh, yeah, no, I never saw it. All right. right. That's well, a good that ass fun. movie. That's a real good, good It's a fun game, right? That's good. It's a fucking fun game. Stuff. I like good that. stuff. It's good. It could work. All right. Good shit. I think it's only fitting that Jesse brought a game on since last time when he was on. We did Google Feud and he was thoroughly entertained by Google Feud. Google yeah, Feud's, yeah. Feud's fucking great game, man. Yeah, Thank so you. it's, it's a nice, you. it's a nice, uh, he brings Google Feud. Now we got the movie thing going on. It's good. It's good. It's good. You guys can use the movie game. I mean, it's a very common game, you know? But it's a good, it's a good way to, it's a good conversation fucking starter. Yeah. You yeah. thought I was going Castaway, didn't you? No, actually, I thought you were going to go big, and I was like, oh, it's been so long. Oh, I really wanted to do Castaway. I could only uh, remember I thought you lines. were going to go Philadelphia. I was thinking about doing You've Got Mail, actually. Well, if you'd have done, if you'd have done Castaway, are we allowed to use TV? Because I could have been like, well, Wilson was on How I Met Your Mother. So, well, no, Castaway would be Helen Hunt. It would get you to Helen Hunt. I mean, that's what you would have to you know, go there. I'd fucking go Twister, and you go Bill Paxton, you yeah. go Alien. I mean, it, it, we're going to end up... <laughs> The fuck I would. I'd go with weird science, kiddo. Weird science. You guys remember Bill Paxton in Terminator? Yeah. He played that punk kid at the start. (laughs) He's the kid like where he's like, uh, I need your clothes. And you know, and that's why he was dressed like a, like a street kid. Your boots and your motorcycle. 
Like, hey, what's your problem? Yeah, Bill Paxton, like, I, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, I think he and Schwartzy were like, uh, you know, big, big buds. No. Damn it! I thought I had it on there. Oh, I bitch. I had it on dude, there. that was a fucking great scene in Terminator Sorry. Two. Like, well, like the part when you realize he's the good guy this time, because you don't know at the start. It's true. You, you know what? You don't know for the first what? twenty minutes. You don't know until the fucking mall. I, I that's the thing. I wish I would have watched Terminator more recently to Terminator Two when I saw it when I was like twelve. Terminator Two is one of my. And favorite I don't movies. even remember Terminator prior to that. Like, I didn't realize till about halfway through the movie. That I was like, oh, I did see the first one. Terminator Two so, is like, is an none almost, of that was a surprise to me. It's an almost Should've. perfect film. You know what? I feel like there's like that Terminator and Terminator Two are in a, in a group of movies that I feel like I need to just consume again just like spend the day to watch terminator terminator 2 robocop robocop that, 2. it's not even the same league man i Fucking, know it's not in the same league you're using the robot connection i'm not i'm don't, just talking don't, about post-apocalyptic alien 80s, aliens 80s 80s genre i don't know i don't know if that's post-apocalyptic per se robocop is pretty post-apocalyptic oh, i was talking about alien aliens oh i was well, well all three alien films head. i mean before the, excited before the new bullshit all three alien films were like a different genre which i thought was really fucking cool right you know it was like like horror sci-fi and then straight action right. right and then i guess the third would be more more sci-fi than horror you know the third like weird prison the planet new, the new one now are you are you excited for prometheus the new, the new Ridley Scott? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's a prequel, I guess, right? That's kind of what they're billing it as. So a prequel to what? To Aliens. I thought. And there's like it's an Alien frequency? There's, yeah. I don't think it's an Alien movie. I don't think it's involved. I thought it was. I thought there was like a prequel coming. Or maybe it's in the works, I thought. But they're like... Maybe there's an Alien it, prequel coming yeah. coming down the pipe. But I, I don't think Prometheus... What's what's I know What's Prometheus about again? That's one. That's like an alien kind of it thing. Could I thought, be. Right? I mean, I was, thought that it was, was Prometheus just the name of their ship. This is the this is the thing that it says, which does sound very alien. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty. I know a it's team a of explorers discover the a clue to the origins of mankind on Earth, leading them on a journey to the darkest corners of the universe. There, they must fight a terrifying battle to save the future of the human race. I don't think that's in the alien canon. I feel like it's the prequel. I don't. Th- I don't think it's involved, man. Mitch Riffopolis. I'm. I'm. Riffopolis. I'm trying to look settle up. the score. I'm looking on no, no, dude, because they would just just marketing wise, they would use the name Alien Prometheus. It's fair. Like it's, no, it's but not, I think I think, he, I, think he want, I think that he wanted like a clean, somewhat no, dude, of a clean. It's not fucking related, man. Ridley Scott did Gladiator. All right, he's That's gonna true. do whatever those bitches tell him to Conceived do. Conceived as a prequel to Scott's 1979 science fiction horror film Alien, rewrites of Spate's script by Lindelof to sell it a separate story that precedes the events of Alien, but which is not directly connected to the films in the Alien franchise. So you're both right. There we go. All right, all right, all right. So, I'll, I'll accept that. We'll tie. We'll According tie. to Scott, though the film shares strands of Alien's DNA, so to speak, and takes place in the same universe, Prometheus will explore its own mythology and ideas. So basically, it started off on my end of the couch, and then by the time it hit theaters, it's on Jesse's end. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It moved down the couch. Moved on down, down, the, moved a, on down the spectrum. That's a popular yeah. Hollywood term. Move it down the couch. <laughs> that's when they don't when they don't like what's going on. <laughs> I like what you're doing, but can we move it down the couch just <laughs> a couple of seats? We're going to need some fresh eyes on this. Uh, We're going to need to move it down the couch. Let's uh, move that down the couch a bit. Look, uh, I'll green light it, but we got to move it down the couch. Uh, yeah. That's going on. We actually need to get in the industry enough that we can make move it down the couch. How many times do you think Adam Sandler? has pitched a movie that got moved to the other end of the sectional. Wow. Would it be be the reverse of that? Wouldn't that be the Sandler? Would it be the reverse of moving down the couch? Where he's like, no, 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 scooch that closer. I want to jerk off to the same blanket. (laughs) (laughs) The worst worst callback in the history of this show. Uh, Or best. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
So did you want to? Did you want to? Did you want to talk about your breakup thing? Or did you? Oh, what? No, you, did we care. already do too much seriousness? No, I don't give a shit, man. I yeah, I, mean, I was kind of curious. No, about we're the like whole thing. we're we're patching stuff up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's yeah. like uh, it's you know. Sense. Well, I love what you've done with it. I will say that. <laughs> Thank the, uh, you. The bit, anyway. No, I have. I think I got like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Out well, of I it. probably didn't see all that. Then I probably no. Saw like I think five you saw six, like five yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, I liked uh, what I what I appreciated about it was that you had, and I don't want to ruin the whole thing, but just that you touched on. Uh, you probably expanded on this greatly afterwards, but uh, the night that I saw it, it was sort of it was touching on where you were saying that it's 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, therapeutic in a sense to to realize that we've all been through that. That like the asshole oh, cop like that it pulls gives you, you over. It gives you faith in humanity a little bit. Right. I mean, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like it it blows my mind sometimes that we're all still here right. because the the human mind has such a pain spectrum that it'll just go through that it'll put up with and still be okay that it really does like make you proud of people like everyone you see i mean there are obviously a lot of people that you know they're very young or maybe they're like a sociopath and i don't and i don't think everyone has the same emotional depth right you know that's for sure but i do think that uh that's still all relative so like yeah just when you see some asshole or whatever they've still like been there they've been in the fetal position Right. So I can scroll out Beatles lyrics with the lipstick she left behind on the right, bathroom right, floor. Right. I mean, I guess it's it like is. You've, you know, it's crazy. Smelling her clothes. It yeah. is somewhat astonishing, I do feel. Well, I don't, I mean, that's a little weird that you just pop that one out. <laughs> smelling her clothes. I don't know why you, that's fucking. <laughs> that was a callback to several shows ago, but it's yeah, okay. Little, it's all right. It's, it's okay. strange. You dress it, dress it up all the callbacks, though. Uh, I feel like, I feel like it is, though. It's moving it back to the couch. Uh, on that similar, like, I am astonished sometimes that human civilization has persisted. In that's spite what of gives me hope and just humanity in general. I'm on or, this. Or I'm on that's this what gives trip me dread. This year. No, no. See, that's like my trip for this year. That like my 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 big goal really. Uh, uh, my sort of New Year's resolution was like I'm no longer going to call people stupid. Well, Nor dumb. will that's I refer dumb. to groups of people uh, individually uh, because of their group as as negative things. I'm, I'm sort of. I think that's a, you know that's what I mean. A dumb it's and difficult resolution. It's a difficult thing to do. That's stupid. But fine, call and it stupid. And you're stupid. Yeah, I'm a big dumb, dumb <laughs> guy. Uh, Why'd you make that resolution? Just uh, there's so many different like kind of books I've read that that sort of if you put them all together, it comes down to so much uh, misunderstanding amongst people. Yeah. Where we make assumptions about other people's, let's say, intelligence or whatever have you. Uh, one of the things that 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 I think probably triggered it in a big way was I was reading an article that a programmer had written where he says um, I've never actually uh, met a stupid programmer and he's like there was a long time in my life where I would look at code and go what was this fucking idiot thinking about this line of code how fucking stupid do you have to be to write code like this and an example he gave, I'm trying not to get too geeky, but an example he gave was too, throughout, too late. You're in there. Uh, all right. Yeah, bro. We was throughout this without throughout this one script uh, for error logging, which is just literally logging errors, saying like, "Hey, this happened." It's a good name a for it than error logging. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. If that's what so. it does. Okay. Whoever named that is but accurate. smart it's guy. Very, you're very efficient for system. his error logging. He was writing to temporary files a different file every time, 
and he was like, I mean, it's terribly slow, and it's a it's an inefficient way to to log errors. It's a terrible way to do it. But, sure, I hate when people log errors that way. I yeah, mean, it's not yeah. a good way to do it, and yeah. nobody ever has in in the history of time, uh, except for this one guy. But he was saying when he looked at it, he thought, what kind of an idiot would do this? Like, you know. And what it turned out was this was on a closed system. It was going to be delivered to a client, et cetera, et cetera. He would never again have access to any part of the code that he's written, uh, nor the error logs. So what he did is had it write to these temporary files that if a problem came up, he could say, give me access to this part on the server, and I can go in and look at these files that I've written to myself exactly what went wrong that I could look at later. So, so, the, so his point uh, was, uh, for as stupid as the code would look, if you had no interaction with the programmer, you'd think he was an idiot. But if you took context... But if you talk to the guy, not just context, but if you talk to the guy, he would explain it in a way where you go, oh, you're not an idiot. That actually is a very... Okay, it makes sense now, but I would have thought you were an idiot. It's the same thing as if you look out your window and you see somebody doing something stupid, you're like, well, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, but they're but if you have, dumb thing. Yeah, they're But idiots. if you talk to him as a person... Exist. People can justify very dumb things, though, man. I'm Again, not saying they can't I, justify. I'm, I agree I'm, with Teddy here. I, I think uh, I think people are fucking morons, and I think I think. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I've always wanted someone to agree I with me. I think that like I think that there's a mix of fear and laziness uh, inherent in in the world that would. What's your definition of moron then? Because I think yeah, because like, it's dismissive. Because if somebody's truly an idiot, and, and let's say mentally retarded person, right? Okay. A mentally retarded person, you could not teach. Uh, you could you could not teach them uh, the laws of physics or sure. or Einstein's theorem or anything like this, right? Yeah. They're just an idiot, and you're just that's all you can do. Okay. And I I, I don't want to say idiot. Well, like I consider insult. stupidity is optional. It's voluntary. But what I'm saying, right? for instance, like uh, you can attach you, judgment to it if it's voluntary. You could you could attach judgment to their actions. Absolutely, I'm not necessarily saying that you can't attach judgment. You don't. I'm I'm only saying that by calling that person stupid, you're dismissing the possibility that there's any way for them to ever change because they're simply too well, stupid no, to ever no, change. No, no, no. I don't know. I, I disagree. That's why I. That's why I'm trying to avoid saying stupid because I feel like it's dismissive. And when you're dismissive, then there's no hope for change. Why don't you avoid being dismissive then? Because I think that that's probably better. Well, that is I'll that give, is I'll dismissive though. Sometimes it's to not say a bad you're thing stupid, to, it's not a bad thing. Do, sometimes to dismiss people somebody. do stupid things. No, people can do stupid things, but to call the person themselves stupid, that means everything they do is going to be a stupid thing. Well, so no, by no, definition, necessarily semantics. Like I think, look, if you're stranded on a desert island with anybody, they're going to turn out to be pretty cool. You know what I mean? No. Okay. Like, like yeah. after after long yeah. enough, you're I've gonna. Made, I've made this argument many times. You're gonna dive in deep enough. You're gonna figure out oh, they have this beautiful soul. If you if you stuck a Nazi and a Jew in a small room for like uh, a month and they had no idea when they'd get out, the Jew wouldn't turn Nazi. The Nazi would sooner turn the, Jew. The Jew would turn dead. Well, maybe. <laughs> let's say weaponless. <laughs> a weaponless Nazi. You're gonna go into a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, like within within five minutes. Yeah, right. Well, what I'm saying is, like, you take a you take a, you, you take the, the sort of close-minded, angry fucking person and put it put him put him or her into a room with somebody that they would theoretically hate, and over a long enough time, they'll come to you know they'll they'll both come to an agreement. No, if you will. No. The, look, Which is the same thing you're saying about the desert island. No, I think there's, there's, no, I think you can break it down into like basically two types of people, and 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 you know call it dismissive. But I think that yes. there are people that are curious and seek things and want to know things, and people that just fucking aren't. They just take what run, tell, 
that. And that's what I just said no. when I said that there's fear. No. I said there's definitely fear and laziness. That's but I will call you if you are perpetually incurious and you are proud of being ignorant. There are people who are right. proud of ignorance, right. and that is stupid. It's stupid to there be that lazy. There are people who embrace ignorance. But are they? But that's yes. Like, ah, ah. But maybe they're no. not necessarily no. Because what you're no, because you're not talking presumptuous comments. You're not talking to them as people. You're talking to them as like oh, Mitch, are you pro? I saw a are you pro? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. So don't give me the potential argument. No, I'm not talking about. What I'm saying is the person who's who's like I'm proudly ignorant. I don't want to know about this thing or the other thing. It's right. possible that, for instance. They're a very religious person, and they'd rather not hear the scientific argument that disproves or or rules out the possibility of God. So they're afraid to hear that because it fucks up their whole worldview. Does that make them stupid? No, it makes them afraid. Okay, but an outside. And that- if you're if if you say, well, here's a book that could explain something else, and they're like, listen, I've had a long day at work. I don't want to read a book right now. I want to watch shitty TV. And that's my argument for shitty TV is people are fucking lazy. Like, well, I, guess, I don't want to have to... If you watch Arrested Development, there's a part of you that kind of has to bring something to it. You sort of have to follow so parts of the story. Have you started calling people afraid now instead of stupid? So I call I'm not calling people anything. I'm just saying as, just a, as a... As a I, I've, I'm saying that, that that behavior is fear and or laziness. I and, agree. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that people don't have stupid actions. I've done many stupid things in my I life. I think we're just redefining stupid. I think Maybe. I think it's what's Perhaps we're all agreeing. If, if you want to go that route, but I, I'm saying that, you know, go along sort of group think going back to the programming thing is as a group you can go well the all these people do this or all these people do that but individually if you were to pull them out individually you'd get a different sort of reason or reaction or story from each of them i think it's everybody and i think that but I, I, my point is by by being dismissive then there's no hope for change there's no hope that, guess, that maybe they're they're just afraid of so this don't, thing don't and so dismissive. alleviate that don't be fear. dismissive I think, you know, George Carlin said something once. Uh, he said, uh, you know, in, inside every cynic is a disappointed idealist. And I think that's like one of the most beautiful fucking quotes ever because uh, like it, stupidity frustrates me to a degree and it's because I'm a humanist. It's because I give a shit. Right. Okay. Or, I, or I wouldn't care. I'd be dismissive. I'd be you dismissive. You wish that lazy. you could just have not I, cared a long time ago. Yeah, but that's the opposite of dismissive. It's like I get fucking furious when I see people being stupid. And it's because. I think we have a lot more potential. I think we, you know, we. I think the world could be fucking awesome tomorrow if everyone just decided it would to be give, awesome. To give a shit a little bit more. And and but that's the, fair, you know. And I think that. that well, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. It's like we we talk about many times the people who uh, there's that that site uh, literally unbelievable. You ever been there? No. People taking onion articles seriously. But the guy that wrote the code for that's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Total moron. Literally unbelievable. <laughs> I've, looked, I've looked at the code. It's separate files in the error log. Uh, I know. Me? Who does that? <laughs> what a fucking faggot. I know. You do an outright strike uh, into your uh, temp file and uh, I know, dude. throw it into a directory right. hidden several levels deep. You're never going to uh, get it. A syntax error. Hello. I mean, yeah. <laughs> taking a very ugly turn. Anyway, my, my point is literally unbelievable is where people are... are are writing on Facebook and whatever have you. A lot of his Facebook posts, it's like screenshots of Facebook posts of people seeing an Onion article and taking it seriously. Sure. Like, oh my God, this is a fucking outrage that Obama would, for instance, uh, you know, open a, 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 an abortion megaplex. Right. Right. And it's easy to just go, well, you're a fucking idiot. But instead of that, I argue, well, they're fucking lazy 
and they're afraid. And they're dumb. They're also dumb because they didn't it's lazy. Read. It's lazy to not do basic research and figure out whether, like, you could Google around very it's, briefly to find I, out I that the it's, even, here's, I guess, that what the onion was about, right. that there was no abortion. But they're afraid of Obama because of their fucking fucked up society that's around them. And they're, and they're dumb for fears. posting it in a public forum because they didn't do any of those things. You know what I mean? Like, if you just Lazy. didn't post it, if you didn't post it for the world to see the Is failure... It- do you know, we're just arguing definitions. I mean, isn't I know. Lazy, lazy, dumb? I'll tell you this, right? My grandparents have never heard of the Onion. They're not up in pop culture. They don't give a shit, right? That's if, fair. If they read the Onion, they right. would, they would believe it until yeah. they they'd probably figure out it's not real, yada yada. But they believe it for a second. I'm not going to judge them for that. That's not on them. I don't judge anybody for not knowing information. But okay. if, but if you refuse to seek it, then yeah, you're a fucking idiot, man. And it's like I don't know. What the, I mean, if we want to talk about the root of that as laziness and is that's a chicken or the egg thing, lazy or stupidity to me. It's a, it's a futile argument. Well, the reason I, again, the reason I, I, I don't want to say so stupid per se is because of the dismissive, because that, that to me equals that they're incapable of understanding. Well, then we just have but different I guess, definitions. But I guess, I guess here's the other point. I think everyone's capable of being a fucking genius as our definition of it is. I okay. Well everyone then, is capable so then there's of not guess, so much but, stupid but guess, people doing stupid and actions. Outside of the abstract, though, we know there are real people who steadfastly refuse to accept factual information. I mean, they're not just some sort of weird, tangible thing. They're we know everybody. That they, everybody no, does it's that. it's not just everybody. Yeah, I mean, we that's, know that your there brain are, is wired that way to 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 block out things that no, you don't agree with. What? However, I'm saying if you if it's you a are like, thing. well, and if someone presents empirical information to you, and you're like, well, that's that's right. I guess this other thing, you know, that there were things that you once thought about. You're like, I thought that this was correct, and then you found out information, and then you're like, well, I've changed my position because I have factual hard data to back it up. That's happened. Everyone well, that's, in this room. But that's, there's also that there argument There are plenty of, like, of people, though, who would get the data and just say, fuck you, you piece of shit. And yeah. they would rip it up in your face. And then what? Then what? What are you going to do with that person? Because they are going to stand in the way of progress forever. So are you going to dance around and be like, well, you're so just what, lazy. You are a fucking idiot. Get out of the way. You're holding it up for everyone else who actually gives a shit. But that's where I'm saying that's, but see, that's the But dismissive. that person's never going to get ah, reached, Mitch. You don't know you're, that. Yes, you do, Mitch, because they've been don't. around forever. They've been here forever. <laughs> We've just built that, around them. Not We've that, just built around them, Mitch. Not that They have always person. been here. That that type of yes. that type of thinking, a certain type of thinking in certain ways. Yes, but that exact person has not been around Shit's forever. Very they didn't have an iPhone, but yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying, that person's been here, Mitch. No, but we've what I'm had, saying is persistent why? Okay. in spite of so those you're people. so basically what I'm saying is it comes down to this choice. You can either go this way and say, well. You're you're always going to be there. You're always never going to budge. You're always going to stand in the way. You're always going to be an idiot, whatever it is. It's a char- all these different it's a things. Character let's flaw, say stupidity. you're going. Let's not, say you can take. Thing. Let's say you take that route that says, okay, you're always going to be like that, which is what you're saying, and that's and I'm not going to deal with you, which is dismissive. Or you can go this route, which is, listen, I terribly disagree with you on this. I know you're wrong in my heart of hearts. I will continue to try to convince you otherwise and whether you take it or not is up to you but to just stri- but straight what up, if but why respons- preach to the choir what if why res- preach to the choir it's not pre- because you get shit done 
No, you just sound yes, you do. Choir. No, Mitch, this is literally the same. This is almost basically what happens when you try have, like to negotiate with Republicans. Essentially, we're like, <laughs> okay, we are going to accept this thing that you once said was reasonable, and then what do they say? No, go fuck yourself. And then you're like, all right, well, let's come around to this one. And like, no, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. They know, Mitch, those are the same people who write letters to the fucking administration being like, give us the money to take to our districts to give jobs. And they go out on TV and they demagogue the fuck out of those same things that they know work, Mitch. They know work. At so the same what time. Is, so what do you do with those ah, people, Mitch? But at the same time. Cause, no, because there's because uh, I've even seen them on your fucking Facebook. The people are like. I, I once was, I was a Republican in high school. I was a Republican a couple of years ago. And then enough times I saw overwhelming evidence where certain people were blocking the progress. And I decided, oh, they're just fucking bad for the earth. I'm not that those people exist. That's the people you're trying to get but to. But I'm also those saying people are going to be your cheerleaders. No. Whereas you fucking, you know, uh, the, the, the guy who gets outraged Jesse. about every Republican thing that Jesse, happens and just goes, the, oh, they're all idiots and whatever. You see the, he's not going to change his own mind. He's already, you know. Do you see the distinction I'm well, trying to make here, Jesse? I, I think that, look, I, I think that, uh, politics aside, I think people, people, the, the same ratios exist in every group. All right. When I lived in the South, it's 27 percent. Uh, when I when I when I lived in the South, Welcome. I, I <laughs> uh, hated uh, you know Republicans and yada yada yada, and it was very um, it, and I thought I did right. I thought I did right, uh, and it was dismissive, sure. And then I moved to Seattle, where everyone's a fucking liberal, right? Okay. But when I got there, I noticed it was, it was the same people. It just had to do with what where they were born and what their parents thought and yada yada yada. It's the same amount of fucking idiots. And so, so then if you meet a Republican in a very liberal place like Seattle, they've actually thought about it and they have thoughts on it and, and you're going to, you're going to have a good conversation. So it's, it's one of the things of like, it's, it's a psychological, I think more so than anything I've really accepted. Uh, I think there's kind of a beauty to the futility of it all, which is uh sure, man. Thank you. Which is uh, how I view it. I have no easy way to hand that to you. All right. All right. Around the triangle. Around the triangle. It's it's like, look, everyone, everybody thinks they're a good person. Absolutely. I don't know about all that. No, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Sure. I mean, some people. I have a. I, I have an argument for that. When, like, you're, like, when you're done, if you. Yeah, want. I mean, people. People think they have problems, and you feel shame, and you feel guilt, and you have trouble sleeping at night. Yada yada yada. But you're still proud of yourself for feeling that way. Only in the. Um, I think because, that. I think that a lot of times where we think about people in a sort of movie sense, you watch. You watch a movie, and there's a bad character. In the movie, yeah, and you it's go, not that one-dimensional. All right, all right. But, well, this is the bad guy. He's going to be the bad guy the whole time, and he's me. He, he. Oh, I'm going to blow up the world. But like, meanwhile, nobody's trying to blow up the world. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, yeah, nobody, right. nobody just sits home and stews. I'm evil, as evil as as any evil well, fucking person throughout history. Well, that's, that's they have problem. their own justification for like why they're a good person. That's, that's well, that's the problem yeah. with. I'm Star not Wars. saying that I, I agree it's, with them. No but. one would ever say join the dark side. Yeah, come be evil with me. That's not fucking realistic. Um, it's it's like I, I but I. I I agree with both of you to a, to a certain degree. I I think that yeah, you shouldn't um you shouldn't just dismiss people and say man fuck them and you should you know give them a chance yada yada yada. But you should also let them do it on their own. And some people are fucking standing in the way, man. Absolutely, they're seriously standing in the way of progress. And and is it up to me to say what progress is? No, I mean I'm not I'm not a authority on it. But, well, history is never kind to the people that are blocking the progress of, of people just trying to fucking well, pursuit of life, liberty, and, you know, pursuit of happiness, look, whatever. The major, the vast majority of people 
are out for themselves. Okay, and that's just as genetic as fucking anything else. That's yeah. that's just. I mean, I, we all are. Yeah, and, and that's just as survival the fittest. Yeah, whatever their definition yeah. of that is, is is you know how they're going to turn out. And uh, I think, I, yeah, I mean, I think most people are pieces of shit. And um, <laughs> I really believe that. And uh, uh, that doesn't mean it's my turn to say shit's getting. But real, that, but you know what? You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that I'm not okay with that. That doesn't mean that I that that You've I got an acceptance. I, I think there's kind of a weird beauty to that, like in a, in a in a weird way. I mean, that people never think about how much they affect, you know, everybody else. It's like we we can sit around and pontificate about it all we want. Well, I mean, we're sitting here with all this technology while people are starving. We could dive into this fucking rehashed stoner argument all night. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm merely saying that, for instance, you, you it's it's that argument. It's it's a thing where if you give a, a thousand people a test. Uh, rating the intelligence of the other 999, they'll all rate them much lower of intelligence and uh, fortitude and extra, level of exercise. And that's not fair. And that's you name fair. it, right? Right. So we all kind of have this self, uh, from a from a psychological standpoint, from a you know the, those studies, sociological standpoint. I'm not sure what the what the study is exactly. Sociological. I, I think that's right. Uh, it's right. Let's go with that then. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably right. <laughs> let's go with that. Um, from that aspect, if we all have that where we think we're better than we actually are and that others are worse than they actually are, isn't that overwhelming evidence that we, in fact, are just lying to ourselves because we all think we're the good guy? Yeah. And that being the case, yeah. how can you make any sort of definitive statement about any group of people anywhere when that is, it, it's factual that people you don't like, you're going to talk down about and talk yourself up as if you're better when you know that there's been a million tests where that's not the case. All thousand of those people could literally be geniuses. You could gather a room of, of, of high IQ motherfuckers my, 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 and they would all be like, I'll bet you my IQ is higher than that motherfucker. Yes. And, and my, the, my sense of, uh, and, and look, man, I'm not one to talk shit. I've certainly been guilty of underestimating people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. like it's. I mean, this goes back to the fucking breakup. This is one of the things. Is like I severely underestimated that girl. Right. And it and and her and, ability to be and, like, go fuck yourself. No, and her abilities to to you know be the shit. And it's like I you know okay. you have to go back and you have to realize that and realize that's a problem with yourself. And you know that's that happened early I, that's on. That's got to be a oh, that, that that is a rough breakup then. Yeah. No, I'm saying it happened early on. You right, know, right. It hurt early on in. Like I got a weird first impression, and then and then you know you you try to fix it and whatever right, right. you know you, right. you start from scratch. You work it out, right? Right. I mean, but right. what I'm saying is like I have certainly been on the on the side of that table that thinks it's better than and thinks it's you know blah 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 and and, and this and dismissive and this entitlement. I'll hear anybody out, you know, about whatever they have to say, and uh, I'd like to think that about myself. And I know I have blind spots. Everyone has big blind spots. Where you know, none of us are as good as we think we are, or as smart as we think we are. Yada sure, yada yada. Sure. That being said, the the judgment comes in when it yeah when it has to do with the laziness and the curiosity. All right. If if someone is all right, what do you think makes a like what I consider a bad comedy audience, right? I, I don't have a bunch of fucking references in my right, act. Right. Okay, I don't expect people to have seen Shawshank Redemption or have read fucking Dante's Inferno. I, you don't have to have read a book to come see me. You just have to know the language. Yeah. Okay, what I do expect is a modicum of self-awareness. 
you're not going to get what I'm talking about because yeah. you won't see it in yourself. Sure. And that's a fucking dumb audience. I don't know how to look at that in any other way. They're probably smarter than I think they are. If I talk to them individually, they've got good shit to say. Blah, blah, well, blah, 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 it's blah, a very perfect. Sim- they want a very simple presentation. But I can still... Perfect I, example is like going back to when people bitch about like, oh, how does, for instance, Arrested Development get canceled and fucking Two and a Half Men, everybody's a millionaire and it goes on for 20 seasons or whatever it is. I, I, I don't watch much TV so I, I'm just using that one because it's the only one I can think of right off the top of my head but it's that like how do people put up and my argument of that is not like oh well they're a stupid audience is that like no, we you do have stupid. to you do have to kind of bring something to again Arrested Development or things like that or like Louie you have to bring something to well, no, it I in have, a sense. I have thoughts that defend vehemently defend like the Midwest and the South or whatever those demographics are based on Hollywood's underestimation of them Okay. Right, right. If you go to fucking and there, and if, if you, but it's that thing. It's like I've worked hard all day. I want to come home. I, I want to turn my brain off. But I've been so, thinking but about so does, stupid shit all day. So does I don't everyone in Hollywood. All right. right so does right. everyone here. Exactly. So here's here's my example. Right. If you write a screenplay and Focus Features makes it, and Michel Gondry's going to direct it, and it's this brilliant fucking thing. Right. The studio will say okay, but it's going to be a small theater release because that that's not going to play in Omaha, Nebraska. Right. And you're going to say why won't it play in Omaha, Nebraska? And they're going to tell you it won't play in Omaha because they don't go see those movies. They go see Saw. They go see Transformers. Right. That's all they want to fucking see. Right. Right. Then you drive to Omaha and you notice that in their movie theaters, all it plays are Saw and Transformers. Right. Because some dickhead 50 years ago said they're too dumb to handle anything else. Right. And now it's exactly. what they expect. Exactly. So that's laziness and dismissive on Hollywood's part. Absolutely. And they're all fucking wrong. Uh, that's a very all good right? point. I'm not, trying yeah. to, I'm not trying to defend the, the fake intelligentsia of the West Coast. Right? It pisses me off just as much. Right. I'm just saying that, like, like yeah, don't underestimate them. Yeah, right, but exactly. Give them the opportunity to bring something to the table, and sometimes you do, and they still don't. And it's you know whatever, man. Like I can't, I can't. And do I mean, anything it's about possible that. that like that if 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 those movies were playing more often in Omaha, they don't know they have a choice. What I'm saying is that's it's, why their radio it's possible that they see that kind of thing and they'd be like, oh, this is you know liberal, whatever the hell have you. No, they or might be into it's, it. It's it, they might be it's, super into it's it. Pretentious or whatever, because even... for so many years they weren't given those that now they see them and think that like oh they're being tricked or something like. Well, that. You know, or, think, you know who it, knows? They don't makes, know they have a choice. What it, what, yeah. it, what it makes who me knows? think of is is a bit of, and I think we mentioned this before on the show, but uh, what, how the Amish have Rumspringa. Yeah, right, right. They, you know, the teenagers get to go off and they get to go wild, and it's just. I mean, I was I watched a little bit of. Oh, the, so when they they like go fuck and everything. Well, or? I mean, they get to drink and they just have all these parties and they do drugs and. Oh, this is when they're sex. they're free. Yeah, yeah. When they go and they free. get to choose to come back. Right. It's called yeah. It's called Rumspringer. Rumspringer. Uh, and Rumspringer. so it was a great National Geographic documentary. There's quite a few good ones about it. And when and when you hear the kids talk about getting drunk for the first time or you know doing drugs for the first time or you know and and you see these these shots of these incredible barn parties where people have come in from Amish communities hundreds of miles away, you know, because right. they've heard about And it's just these kids just raging. And they, they rage without context of the same... I mean, they're doing the same things that, you know, kids who go home and fucking watch Gossip Girl or Glee or whatever do when they go out and they drink and stuff or whatever, you know, the same kind of whatever mainstream cultural thing. It's the same drinking and the same stupid yeah. adolescent bullshit or whatever, but it's... Right. It's devoid of that, I guess, modern context or whatever. It's just interesting how you've got the parallel, right? The right, parallel situations yeah. happening. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. But then they get the choice to go back, and almost always the kids go back to the community. It's very rare for them to say, "No, I'm going to hang out and just be a fucking heathen," right? You know, because that's what they know. 
They right. know the community, and yeah. you know they don't want to fucking be. It doesn't uh, require anything from them. It's the fear and laziness, right? But yeah. I mean, and then but, yeah, you know, yeah. and then but like, the, and then you know, you see these documentaries, and then you see kids who end up, you know, becoming meth dealers and shit, you sure. know, and just I mean, when they do leave, it's not like they're leaving. And they're going off and, you know, going off to college or something, you know, right, and right. going to be... You can always tell an Amish meth dealer because two boots are thrown over a power line. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very... Uh, <laughs> it's two horses? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but it's... But, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's interesting to see that... Wouldn't it be a clothesline then? Sorry. I mean, it might be a couple clothespins, I guess. I guess, right, I mean, right. my, my point is, though, in that sense of just... Yeah, you could it could very well happen. Like having right having the that. choice, you know. I mean, I don't. And I, I mean, I, weird, you I, don't really. Hear I think a lot it's. Of, I think it's fair to say, like, I mean, it, it it's not uh, unreasonable to to say that that this podcast, for instance, probably won't ever be the runaway hit in Omaha, Nebraska. No, nah, bro, you got no idea. They might love us in Omaha. Maybe I'm real deep. Right. I got people in Omaha. The, I mean, the more the shout out to my man Greg Ortiz. The, the more. We, we know the clan is not hanging out. Like, hey, new episode Straight River. I, I can't fucking. I wait. want a decree. I, you know. I want a decree it right uh, now. Right, put it on the hold board. on here. Let me uh, let me put on the decree sound then. Ahem. Attention, Omaha, Nebraska. Straight Riffin is your favorite podcast. Good day, bitches. Feels feels epic. See, it's mm-hmm. fun to do that. You see, that's how that goes. Uh, we're about good. we're about done with the uh, with the, with the two, unless we're going into bonus. Well, I think we've already dabbled a little bit uh, <laughs> <laughs> into the the are bonus. So, bonus. Huh? Are we in bonus? Oh, we are. It's nine twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got yeah. well, 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 I mean, technically, we've only been recording for two hours, so well, it's okay. We'll let him hit the uh, that, and then we'll. Uh, but you never know. I mean, Mitch. I guess. I guess. I, I feel like that's a little bit of what Jesse's kind of talking about. You know, where it's like. It is it is a somewhat casual dismissiveness to be like, well, Omaha, they'll never love us, right? Maybe, right. yeah. You well, that's know. what I'm, that's that's what I'm kind of getting. At. I guess that's it's, the beauty it's, of the 21st century, though. It's the it's the it. What what bothers me is the dismissiveness of like these people think this way, and they'll always always be that way. And I and I part of me goes, well, I see opportunity there. And then there's the other thing I of like you can't uh, if, if if when you get dismissive, I feel like you ruin the opportunity to to actually push progress. And so that's what I'm saying worries me. And again, on an individual level, there's a lot of things I've thought about a lot of people. A, a perfect example is like, uh, I was talking mostly with my friend Sean, uh, who was here last week, is is the millions of bands that are like, oh, I fucking hate that band. They're all douchebags. Like you just, you hate their music and there's no way they could be anything but douchebags. And then one day you're hanging out with a guy from that band and then you find out he's in that band and you're like, I was so fucking wrong. You're like right. the nicest fucking people I've ever met. Right. I fucking hate your band. Yeah. But God, you're fucking awesome. You're real or, cool or example, uh, uh, Jenna Tortures is a kind of like BDSM fetish industrial band, right? And Jen, lead singer, has like pierced people on stage and cut people up and done all this. And, and for a long time, she was, she was like frightening to, to, to listen to because she growls and shit. And you, you just get this impression that she's just a mean, uh, but I, I interviewed her when I did my internet TV show and just a fucking sweetheart. The nicest lady I've ever met. And I, and I drove her to her hotel and she wanted to like hang out and she was like, she was like playing me their new album in the car and talking about each one of the songs. And she had a slave girl just sitting in the back of my, 
in my car who didn't talk the whole time and I kept feeling bad like are you okay and she's like no she's fine anyway so this song and she was just so fucking cool and nice to me which you would not get from lead singer Jenna Tortures you'd you'd get the impression that like when I drop her off she's gonna cut off my penis or something like that because she's got songs about that Uh, Guar similar thing people think terrible things about Guar but I've met and hung out with Guar fucking super nice guys and that's that kind of thing it's like these assumptions that we make about people until we're on an individual level with them, I feel I'm trying to, for myself, stop doing that. I'm trying to not just automatically assume things it's about always, groups of people. It's good to be less like judgmental. I mean, I, I don't know. think anyone's arguing that point. Right. No, I, I guess it's just, I guess there's the fine line between dismissiveness versus uh, knowing, knowing what someone's really all about. You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, and, and, but I, I feel like, uh, but it, just, takes, it takes effort. It's in a sense of like video games. Uh, you know, how did they, I don't know if you play a lot of video games, but there's just certainly when you were a kid uh, in the 80s and such, there's video games, you get to that end boss and you're like, this guy is fucking impossible to beat. I don't have the right weapons. I don't have enough health, whatever the fuck have you. And then at some point you find out like, oh, the back of his neck is super sensitive. You just tap that four times and he's dead. Holy shit. Like that's the weak spot on your on on the enemy, and then it's oh, so in a sense your, your analogies get all the bitches wet. <laughs> that's right. Jesus. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Bitches love my analogies. I brought that bitch an analogy. Uh, bitches love analogies. Says, you've got the so, wettest uh, analogies. Yeah, yeah. that's what I tell people about yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, keep keep that word alive on the streets. But uh, yep. That's so so example Republican fucking jackasses holding up progress and stuff like that. There's a weak spot that they'll have to cave on, whatever it might be. Uh, there's going to be a weak spot, and rather than just go, well, you're going to stand in the way. Find the fucking weak spot. And you won't find that unless, you know, you're not dismissive, unless you realize, well, they've got to be human after all. Uh, of course. There's going to be, you know. I don't know if that's, that's uh, I don't think that's been an argument tonight, is, you know, whether or not they're I don't human. don't think Teddy thinks they're human. Oh, I mean, they're still human. They're terrible humans. They're just, they're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst of them. They got to get the fuck out of the way. In conclusion, get the fuck out the way right. if you're terrible. And if you don't know that you're terrible enough to get out of the way on your own, Jesse and I will do it for we'll you. We'll compile a list. <laughs> and uh, we'll put it up online. We're going to post it on a cork board. Move, bitch. Get yeah. out the way. Right. right. I got you. Well, so, that's fair. That's I how, mean, that's look, gonna go. still hate Republicans. I get you there. but uh, In conclusion, you know. apropos. All good. All right. Well, Jesse, what you got coming up? You got a lot on your plate, actually. I, oh, I meant to I talk to you about the L.A. Podcast <clears throat> Festival. I want oh. to talk to you about uh, about your new uh, about YouTube We're series. We're like in bonus time, aren't we? Well, not yet. I have to pause it for that. Oh, okay. Well, I was just kidding. Real, this is your plugs. Okay. This is my this is my in plugs. Well, yeah. I got uh, uh, next week, April twelfth through fifteenth. I'm at the uh, Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, Oregon. Uh, BridgetownComedy.com dot com for all the details there. It's like Janine Garofalo and Maria Bamford and all that shit. It's gonna be awesome. Nice. Um, and then uh, what I have actually, if this if this comes out tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to be at Brewing Up Some Laughs. It's at UCLA. It's a free show at UCLA. At the Bruco? Uh, no, it's, some, it's it's on campus at some coffee house. Okay. Like an on-campus student-run co And they can find this information on your on your Facebook? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll post it like, okay. after this. Um, so I think I think that's what I have. I got, I got something else this weekend. I don't know, man. Just, yeah, just I'm at, at Jesse Case is my Twitter and then Facebook. Um, is linked from my Twitter. Sweet. And, you know, do all that. Word. Dedrick. Um, I don't know. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm just in the streets right now. 
being real casual. Check out uh, fucking solutions on Spotify. Oh, yeah, sorry. Hold on. Right. You got to announce that it's yeah. officially available on Spotify. Attention. My comedy album, Fucking Solutions, is now available on Spotify. Stream that shit. And then buy it on iTunes. There you go. See? All good. All right. Well, I'm, uh, you know, in the streets running them and such. Yeah, that's right, Mitch. Yeah. So, uh, that's good, good talk. That's, that's good. a lot of stuff. If you you, you want to go into bonus as well? I'll do bonus. All right, I'll do cool. bonus for a couple minutes. I got to I gotta uh, go meet someone for dinner. Wow, well, well, good we'll, times. We'll see. We'll All right, see. sounds good. Play the outro. Uh, thank you guys for watching Straight Riffin'. Back again next week. Uh, good night, bitches. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.